Ragnarok new video is out and it's showcasing lots of great story recap for both new and returning fans to the God of War franchise but it seems that maybe other titles in other games are running away from God of War Ragnarok more and more game delays are happening I'm going to put all the good info right here at the beginning of the video these videos end up being kind of long because I am a live streamer discussing with the live audience if you don't want to miss out on that hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my live streams and we do this little update at the beginning this also hits a smaller channel this is so you don't have to go searching for all of the info this is a reforge update god of war ragnarok is apparently driving other games to leave november are games running away from both november and december is the real question with the god of war ragnarok release date looming and other titles seemingly abandoning the fourth quarter of 2022 if you like these quick updates be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss the uploads and check out reforge gaming where i stream live so according to the gamer.com god of war ragnarok is reportedly causing developers to avoid releasing games in November. God of War Ragnarok is causing developers to avoid releasing in that month, reportedly avoiding those games and wanting to quote give Ragnarok its space. Now, who said this? According to thegamer.com, kind of funny, recently did a podcast episode where they discussed the delay of Marvel's Midnight Suns and the general slate of releases for the rest of the year. During the episode, Tim Geddes mentions to Greg Miller that he has had discussions with developers where they've admitted to giving God of War Ragnarok its room and actively avoiding releasing their games alongside due to how popular it is. Now, this could obviously then spell trouble for Skull and Bones. That release date's probably up in the air if this is actually something that is happening. Skull and Bones is releasing like the day before God of War Ragnarok. Now, what exactly did Getty say? He quoted, he's quoted it saying, I think we're getting to the interesting point of games being scared of God of War Ragnarok. I've had business calls in the back end with people that have said things to me that I was shocked by, like saying, hey, we're pulling out of this, we're backing off on this, we're just giving God of War its space. Now, he was shocked to hear this, and I'm kind of shocked to hear this. I have always said that this really isn't a factor, that companies don't operate this way. They're not going to like actively shift or move their release date in relation to another game. Maybe they would say, oh, hey, we're going to avoid a particular week. Even he seemingly was shocked by hearing this on these back-end business calls. Now, he actually thinks that the rest of the year is a wash. Gettys continued noting that Ragnarok will likely have control both before and after it releases. Quote, God of War Ragnarok Ragnarok, I think, is kind of a game to its own in terms of hype and like with the expectations and how much it's going to control the narrative of the industry come November and leading into it and right after it. I can imagine a lot of people looking at the rest of the year as almost a wash. If you look at what was supposed to land later this year and how much of it is just not happening now, two very significant titles are now getting pushed into next year. Hogwarts just got its delay. That was one that I continue to say I was a little bit worried about since we did not have a release date yet and they kept saying holiday. I thought December it's going to be very good for Hogwarts. Harry Potter is a you know more globally, I would think, popular than God of War Ragnarok. I don't necessarily know if the Hogwarts delay is in relation 
to God of War Ragnarok. Starfield was going to share the month with God of War. They were supposed to come out on November the 11th, seemingly just a handful of days after the Ragnarok release date. We didn't know the Ragnarok release date at the time, but the Starfield delay, I have argued, is more uh, to do with the Series S. The Xbox Series S, I think, is going to struggle to run Starfield, so I think they're trying to optimize that game. That's why Bethesda suddenly had to walk back their claims about a date being in ink. So those two games and the fourth quarter of 2022 was supposed to be very very full and it's now getting thinner and thinner which almost with almost every passing week god of war ragnarok seemingly being the last man standing for the last portion of 2022 february is looking like it's the new december what do you think let me know in the comments below as always check out reforge gaming where i stream live hit subscribe and the bell button and i'll see you in the next video And I'll see you guys right now. Thank you so much for being here. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Be sure to do all the things. Get your coffee orders in. Renew your member. Become a member. Uh, Make sure you're on live chat and smash the like button. We should easily have well over 100 likes already. What's good feed? I can see you in the chat. I, I, yeah, Dr. Dinglenut, I, I will readily admit I have always said that this is not a thing. I've always said companies don't do this, right? They, they don't say, oh, this game's launching. We better not launch our game. Now, obviously, if really, really big titles land on the same week, that's probably counterproductive. I, I would certainly admit that if companies are going to land in the same month, they would likely say, no, we're going to wait, kick it to the next week or whatever. I do think that would likely be a thing, but the fact that there are actual companies speaking on business calls and saying yeah we're we're gonna give ragnarok its space we're the rest of the year is a wash according to tim gettys will ps4 pro run well with god of war ragnarok it's probably gonna run it okay hey we got our first order this morning our first coffee order three bags of light roast to jw starting us off strong thank you so much for that appreciate that coffee order rate as we get going If movie studios do it, is it crazy to think that game studios will do it as well? Yeah, somebody said that yesterday. They said, listen, uh, movie companies do this. Why why is it so uh, weird that a game company would do it? Which I wonder if that's the way to look at this and to say, you know what? Uh, Games are getting to the point where the marketing and the budgets, the popularity, the recognizable nature of an IP is becoming a thing it's like no we 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 can't we can't go toe-to-toe with that you know it'd be like trying to launch during the same week as a marvel movie like your shirt thank you this transformer shirt's available from the uh the 80s cartoon collection over there at 80stees.com always remember to use code lono at 80stees.com if you use the epic store be sure to use code lono uh we have another potential sponsor on the way i'm kind of testing their product this week and if i decide that we're going to work with them We will have that announcement probably next week. I said that people used to avoid Star Wars, says Birdface. Yo, what's good, Behemoth? Ragnarok is going to be huge, but I can't see Hogwarts delaying because of it. Harry Potter is just way bigger. Yeah, I I will actually agree with that. I don't think that Hogwarts Legacy delayed because of the God of War Ragnarok release date. I don't think so. I really, really don't. There's, to me, from where I sit, from where I sit... Hogwarts was going to have the run of the holiday. 
Harry Potter is ridiculously popular. They're very much, uh, it's, it's got that cozy feeling, the winter time, the scarves, the, the just being at the school, like very, very well placed, I think, in that December wintry holiday time frame. I think Hogwarts would have absolutely crushed it. Regardless of where it lands, I think Hogwarts Legacy is going to be massively successful. So I don't actually think that Hogwarts delayed because of it. I'm interested to know what companies have said this. Like, Tim Geddes isn't, like, blowing smoke. He's like, look, man, I was shocked to hear this. The way that he's talking about it, I think it's trustworthy. He's like, I was shocked to hear this. There are companies that are like, yeah, man, we, uh, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to go toe-to-toe with Kratos. If not Hogwarts, what games then? Right, Eugene? Other than Forspoken, I think that we we all but know that Forspoken said, yeah, we're strategically delaying. I mean, their announcement was literally, the game is ready, but we spoke with our strategic partners and we're not releasing, we're going to delay. Like, so Forspoken's the only one. You know what I mean? They just coincidentally delayed the day that article dropped. Uh, The timing, I'll admit, I will admit, the timing is a little peculiar. The timing does seem like he's like, yeah, that one right there. There goes another one, you know, out the door. Not going to make it into 2022. I think we discussed that games won't do it in regards to game awards, but certainly for releases. People only have so much money, says Kaganeko. So... We try to put a paycheck or two between launches. Yeah, I actually think that's pretty sensible. Yo, it's good, Rain Man. There's definitely people that are like, I'm buying one game this month, and that's all I can get. And, it, you know, you don't want to be stepping on the toes of, of Kratos. Game purchases are from disposable income, making sure the game lands on the right peak of consumer spending. Sensible to avoid a big splash. Imagine the holiday window makes deciding this difficult. Sure. That's why I was surprised. Like, I really, like, I didn't want to be right about Hogwarts. I wanted to be wrong. Like, obviously, I made that prediction. I was like, I think Hogwarts Legacy is getting delayed. I had people DMing me and tweeting at me when it happened. They were like, you called it. And I was like, yeah, I didn't want to be right about that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if the God of War Ragnarok release date is the reason that this happened, though. Right? Like, to me that's it's just so they're so it's so far apart like Ragnarok's releasing on the 9th that's so early in November if you were releasing Hogwarts like on what let's just look at what December could have been for them December the 20th would have been perfect or the 13th December the 20th is literally like five days before Christmas it's a Tuesday they could have done the 13th that's five that's five weeks later Five weeks later, they could have launched on the 13th. Harry Potter's a much bigger game. I think Harry Potter is a much bigger IP. I don't know. I I do think it probably will sell more success. Well, maybe not. That's not the right word. I think it will probably sell more copies because it's multi-platform and it's freaking Harry Potter, right? Like, I would would hazard a guess that that game is going to absolutely crush and do very, very well. 12-6 even? People also have Christmas to pay for. Also not sure all the Harry Potter will transition to games. Man, I don't know. I gotta think that Hogwarts at Christmas is just a match made in heaven. That's a 
That's a match made in heaven. There's no way they made that decision lightly. One of the things I think was happening... What's the real subject this morning? So apparently, God of War Ragnarok is causing other games to abandon November and December. Right? Yeah, Call of Duty in October. Is that a factor here? Right, you have Call of Duty hitting in October. A month later, you get you get hit with God of War Ragnarok. Was Hogwarts like, uh, let's put some distance here. Let's shoot for February. Personally, I think Hogwarts waited a really, really long time to announce the release date because I think they were doing everything they could to get the game out the door in December and it just didn't work right. Hogwarts at tax times, a match made in heaven. <laughs> God of War is literally a big... Uh, is literally big boying November uh, according to Tim Gettys on a podcast yes curious what marketing research these studios are doing to come to the decision to delay what factors are they including spending habits etc call of duty doesn't compete with non-shooters I don't agree with that at all call of duty sells so many titles it 100% competes with all games in its circumference because if you're buying that game you're potentially not buying another game Call of Duty is way too popular for that to be true. I do think it competes with non-shooters because if, listen, if if Call of Duty was coming out the day before your title, you wouldn't shrug and be like, well, we're an RPG. What's the big deal? No, you'd be like, holy frick. That, are you kidding me? Like the, the, the number of sales that that game generates, it competes with literally every game in its circumference, in its in its hemisphere of release. Clay, uh, Clay Row, Clay Rotaderp. With a seven-month milestone renewing that membership. Just checked in my birthday. Hasn't moved out of November for Ragnarok. Yeah, neither is mine. Neither is mine. My birthday can compete with Ragnarok. Wish I was high, says Robert. What? God of War is going to be a huge game, says Lewis. I'd get out of the way of it, too. It makes sense. Only an idiot would release a game at the same time of God of War. That would be terrible for business. Not many will buy two $70 games at the same time, so better it's God of War. Yeah, like Skull and Bones is launching like the day before Ragnarok for 70 bucks. They could have said, we can crunch and release in December and struggle with sales on the PlayStation, or we can take a little more time and release in February. Yeah, maybe. Hilly says, I think the Hogwarts delay is development, not other games. They would have hit big in December with God of War, in my opinion. Other smaller titles would likely avoid, but Harry Potter has major pull. February's about to be crazy, though, isn't it? Hasn't, like, everything gotten delayed to February? At least that's what it feels like to me. Like, you know what I mean? Why was Resident Evil blocked from Game Pass? Uh... Resident Evil uh, Resident Evil Village and then we'll do shorts I forgot to push this one live so like I don't know if 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 February is going to be even better for them if you think about it because like February is also now jam packed full of stuff it's not it's not the only one uh, Resident Evil Resident Evil 8 and then we have Resident Evil Evil Village Shorts Gaming. If you guys uh, follow the shorts that we put publish and stuff like that, we had a we had a crazy conversation yesterday, and the Resident Evil Village one is going to end up getting pushed out. My my quick summary of why that game uh, got blocked uh, from Game Pass. So that one's going to publish not to your feeds or anything. It's just going to hit the short shelf. 
the list isn't that great. Hold on. Uh, Sven found a list. Uh, but but is that an updated list? It would be the question. I feel like a ton of stuff is now landing in February. Could Sony be the reason strategic partner who asked them to delay? Oh, 100%. 100%. Yo, what's good, Rambo-sama? I think Sony was a part of that discussion, Dan. I think when Forspoken delayed, Sony was like, look, God of War Ragnarok, the projected sales for this game, you don't want to land in the same month as, as Boy. You don't. You're going to get absolutely crushed. Just kick it to next year. Y- you've, you don't want to do this. I wouldn't be surprised, funny enough, now that I'm thinking about it, I wouldn't be surprised if the Forspoken delay got other people's attention and Hogwarts was like, huh. Even Sony is clearing the runway for Ragnarok. Maybe, uh... Maybe it's, as Eugene said, maybe it's not worth crunching. If we have to crunch just to get this thing out the door in December, because, look, this close to release date, the fact that Hogwarts didn't have a release date meant that it was in doubt. I think it was in doubt. I think they were like, yeah, we're going to have to crunch a whole lot, and for goodness sakes, even Forspoken is getting out of the way. Like, why would we do that? How long did Elden Ring's hype last? About three months or so? Ragnarok hype is almost comparable, in my opinion, says Barrier. It makes sense that other games would want to give Ragnarok space. According to Tim Geddes, he says the impression that he's getting... He, the impression that he's getting is that the they're, they're, they're thinking the rest of the year is a wash. No, we've not been doing that, Atwood, for like two months. Uh, Elden Ring lasted almost six. I don't know. I don't. I don't know about that. I think the hype was about two to three months. I don't know about six. We wrote it. We wrote it for two to three months, and at the end of the third month, the wheels fell off. And that wasn't because our play sessions got salty. Like even when we covered the news, we weren't getting big, big pull for Elden Ring. I don't think it was that long because six months out. They're, now, six months out, DLC got everybody excited, but that's because people were basically like, ah, there's nothing left to do in the game. So by end of March, Sony's expecting to have 40 million PS5 sold, so the projection this holiday is likely people are buying PS5s in Ragnarok, and that's the spending limit. See, that's actually a pretty... You know what's funny about that, Eugene? Is we obviously got into it yesterday, but Sony is a part of the marketing contract for Hogwarts Legacy. So, it wouldn't surprise me if Sony said, hey, listen, (laughs) we are, uh, we're about to make things really hard on you in November and December, because God of War Ragnarok is releasing in November. We're going to have a good, a big push for PlayStation 5s in December. Uh, you, you might, you might want to move. You might want to get out of the freaking way. Because you have to remember, Hogwarts Legacy is going to have exclusive features on the PlayStation 5. It's going to have exclusive features on the DualSense controller. I actually think there's going to be more exclusives than that. I think there's going to be like cosmetic exclusives or early access exclusives as well. I think Sony and I think Sony and, and that company are working together. What is it? WB Montreal or whatever the name is? No, WB Montreal is Gotham. Who's doing Hogwarts? I can't remember now. Trailer view counts do not equal sales. Some people may view the trailer and gawk at how bad they may feel the game look. What trailer are you talking about, though? Are, are, like, 
Hogwarts Legacy has 30 million views. Ragnarok has 16. Yeah, you can't honestly think, you can't honestly think that Hogwarts Legacy being the third most popular viewed trailer on the PlayStation YouTube channel, only behind the PlayStation 4 and 5 announcement trailers, it's the third most watched video on that channel with 14 million subscribers. If you don't think that's translating into sales... I don't know, like, that, that is, like, I get what you're saying, sometimes a trailer goes viral because it's garbage, like, the, the, the Forspoken trailer on Twitter got, like, 3 million views because everybody was making fun of it, that is not why the Hogwarts trailer is the third most viewed video on the PlayStation YouTube channel, I, I don't think so. People are not memeing, making fun of, and gawking at that trailer, it's freaking Harry Potter, like, that's all that needs to be said. Yo, what's good, uh, Big Punk? How are you? Hope everyone's doing amazing. People want Hogwarts. Don't underestimate the popularity of the Harry Potter universe. I think the God of War Ragnarok release date and PS5 restocks are playing a factor. I do. Just ordered some coffee. Hope all is well. JW, I shouted you out as soon as the stream started. Thank you so much for the three light roasts that you ordered. Guys, there's more than enough people here for us to hit 200 likes really, really fast. If you haven't smashed the like button yet, please do so. I'm a safe for work broadcaster, and I am here Monday through Friday doing essentially a talk show, radio show style gaming show. I've got more things today about Diablo 4 as well as a members only stream. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're smashing the like button. Even people not in games will sell consoles to people that like Harry Potter. Yeah, people that like are not into games are likely going to be buying Hogwarts Legacy. However, I do think that if Sony's a part of that marketing strategy, they probably had a discussion with them and said, listen, listen, you guys need to get out of December. December's about to be really, really tough for you for a couple of reasons. Number one, if we have a very good launch month for God of War Ragnarok, that's a lot of people that might be holding their money close to say, I don't know what game I'm going to buy next. Second, if they repopulate... If they repopulate the PS5s, every time there's a PS5 restock, the first-party titles have this massive groundswell of sales. So, it stands to reason that if Sony is trying to get PS5s up and ready for Christmas, up and ready for the holidays, that a ton of people are going to buy those, and then what are they going to do? They're going to turn around and they're going to buy the PS5 games they've been waiting on. They're going to turn around and buy Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, Horizon Forbidden West, a director's cut of Death Stranding or Ghost of Tsushima. They're going to buy God of War Ragnarok, the game that literally just came out. And Hogwarts is going to be sitting there going, well, man, you guys just made it really, really tough on us. Sony's probably like, listen, if you guys go to February, we'll do a big, huge marketing push. We have a couple other trailers coming out. We'll do some early stuff. We've got the frickin' controller stuff, the dual sense. We'll get you going in February, no problem. That's, I mean, it's, it's likely a discussion that was had. Just to add to the discussion, the God of War franchise has sold 52 million copies since 2005. Harry Potter sold 40 million copies since 2001, <clears throat> which means it's closing the gap in a short amount of time, right? I mean, I'm sorry. It's, it's closing the gap, and it's had a longer period of time. That's still pretty good, though. That is interesting that the God of War franchise has sold that many copies 
you know, since since a shorter amount of time. The question would be is what Harry Potter titles are being included in that? Returnal is hard, Returnal is hard. Can't wait for Ragnarok. Today makes my sixth time beating the 2018 version. Nice. nice. My membership lapsed yesterday. When I got off a meeting yesterday morning, I got an email saying I had been gifted a membership. Not sure how that happened, but thank you. Oh, those were probably the Mr. Glum ones that we didn't get to see. Mr. Glum gifted members yesterday and nobody got them in chat. That's really interesting, Scotty B, that you got an email and it took care of you. I like that they did that. That's really cool because, like, especially for somebody that's loyal and has been a member and been around a lot, I I think that's really, really good. You think Bungie might move the Lightfall release date away from February since they're owned by Sony now and Hogwarts is releasing in February? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think that a lot of... I don't necessarily know if it's going to be as big of a deal. The, the, the Sony might say, hey, it might do better for you, but they're already stretching, so I highly doubt that they'll do that. Highly doubt. They're already stretching. Got a voice on one platform. Harry Potter's on multiple uh, platforms. Sure. You, you have to remember something. You have to remember something. God of War Ragnarok is on one platform. And Hogwarts Legacy is multi-platform. That will cause a significant difference in total sales for sure. But the point is, if God of War Ragnarok releases and then Sony does a PS5 restock in December... Okay, they're going to be pushing for that holiday surge, which means as soon as they do a PS5 restock, games like Ragnarok and all previous PS5 titles are going to have that surge of sales. Hogwarts is going to be in that mix, and they were probably like, you know what, it'll be cleaner if we launch totally on our own and we're not a part of all of this. Not to mention... I think it stands to reason that Hogwarts was going through something with respect to crunch or a deadline struggle because they were very hesitant to give a specific date of release. They just kept saying holiday, holiday, holiday. Well, why on earth would you be doing that? Why on earth would you be doing that? You, you're, you're launching this. You're launching this close to, to December, and you're not giving people the date. Well, likely they were they were put they were trying to figure things out. I received a membership for this month, says Targaryen. I really appreciate it. Thanks to whoever did that. This is an excellent group. Love the vibe here. Thank you. I appreciate that. Guys, don't forget if you're a member, you want to make sure you're hanging out in the Discord. There's members content every single day as well as on Friday nights, and you might not get those notifications, but you will definitely get notified if you are in the Discord. Uh, is Hogwarts Legacy a timed exclusive? It Hogwarts Legacy is not a timed exclusive, but it will have exclusive features on the PS5. They're doing specific things just with the DualSense controller, like this light will change color depending on the the house that you pick, whether you're Slytherin or, or Hufflepuff or whatever. And there's going to be things with the vibration in the speaker uh, for the crafting and stuff. Now, T-Bone... I think there are forthcoming announcements about Hogwarts Legacy PS5 exclusivity. I think there's going to be maybe outfits, skins, pre-order bonuses, or whatever the frick, only on the PlayStation. That's what I think, because Sony is doing all of the marketing. That's why I think this guy said this. So Tim Geddes gets on a podcast, he's like, the God of War Ragnarok release date? Yeah, it's, it's affecting other games. Other games are leaving the end of the year because of Ragnarok. And I think 
one of those games is Hogwarts. I think Hogwarts had a conversation with Sony and they were like, listen, it'd be a lot better for you to not be hanging out in December. I think PlayStation has the marketing rights. They do. We discussed that yesterday. Groundhog's Day is in February. It's a holiday. Hogwarts, Groundhog. It all makes sense now. Yeah, Groundhog Warts Day. <laughs> oh, man. That coffee's hitting just right. My kids started school today. They're homeschooled, but we're doing this thing where they go once a week. I think it's a co- it's called a co-op or something. Anyways, I had to make sure my wife had her coffee first this morning, so I made things uh, in different order. Yo, Water Marlin with 14 months. Thank you so much. That's a nice milestone. Welcome back in. Thanks for renewing. Who wants to be our first new member of the day? Who wants to click the join button? Who wants to give some members? Who else wants to order some coffee? Those are all great ways to support what I do. It's free to subscribe to the channel and enables you to talk in my chat. And we need 30 more likes. Do me a favor if you haven't smashed like yet this morning. Go through that ritual. It helps out the video. It helps me out and the channel. Yeah, people are thinking that Starfield might have delayed because of Ragnarok. I just don't know. Like, I think Starfield's delay has way more to do with development struggles. I I think it's way more related to uh, the Xbox Series S. That's been my going theory. I think they're having trouble optimizing the game for the Series S. When they finally... Look how long we waited to see gameplay. And when we finally saw it, we were like, what the frick is this? There's frame drops and pop-in. What are y'all doing over there, right? I don't know if the God of War Ragnarok release date was was why Starfield got delayed. I think Starfield got delayed because of the series S. This creature says it. Wheezy's like, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. It was delayed because of the series S. Yeah, I, 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 I am very confident that that's going to become a known a known dialogue point when that game launches. I got all these guys getting up my nose uh, about the Series S, and I'm like, just wait till Starfield comes out. Just wait till Starfield comes out, and you're going to shut the frick up. You're going to see it. You're going to see that I was saying, I was speaking facts and truth. I wasn't just being a hater. There wasn't even a release date when Starfield got delayed. Well, that's true, but everybody was speculating that it was going to be in November, so you're right you're right yo james carr says i'll be the first new member of the day jumping in and clicking the join button enjoy the dope badge and emotes you are dope and deserve dope stuff thank you so much be sure to get into the discord that way you get all of the member perks and uh come on let's roll man let's roll those likes over come on come on come on come on come on 20 more 20 more we can get we can get 200 likes that's a great milestone this early in the stream they delayed Starfield because it isn't ready. They need to work on that game more. Yeah, when did they announce the Starfield re- uh, delay? When did they announce it? Because I don't think we had a Ragnarok release date when they delayed because Ragnarok's release date took place and I was out of town. Right? I was out of town. They announced the release date for Ragnarok around the 4th of July. When was the delay announced? I think the Starfield delay was announced well before that. Starfield delay announced. When did they announce that? Um, Bethesda recently confirmed they have decided to delay it to 2023. That was in May. Yeah, that was in May. So they delayed Starfield in May. We did not have a God of War Ragnarok release date yet. 
that release date was announced around the 4th of July because I was out of town when they did it. We were thinking there was going to be a God of War Ragnarok state of play and I was really freaking bummed. Yo, James Carr isn't just doing a brand new membership. He's deciding to do a $10 tip through Super Chat. Very generous. Thank you, sir. That's very kind of you. I have slammed the like button, says Targaryen. Thank you. Remember, everyone thought God of War was going to take Starfield's original date. We've had multiple confirmations at the point that Ragnarok was coming. Yeah, I, I still don't think... Uh, if, if I'm putting money on the table, there are... There are two really big delays the end of this year that took place. And if I'm putting my chips on the table and guessing which one delayed because of Ragnarok, I'm sorry, three. There's three titles that delayed. I'm putting most of my chips on Forspoken and the rest of my chips on Hogwarts. I'm not putting any chips on Starfield. I don't think Starfield delayed because of Ragnarok. I don't think so. Ragnarok's going to get delayed by two days. I don't think so. They didn't delay Starfield because of God of War. They are both console-exclusive games. I don't think they're really competing with each other because of that. Yeah, I think Forspoken, 100% delayed because of Ragnarok. 100%. They're the same platform. It was going to be a bad idea. I think Hogwarts likely delayed in relation to Hog- uh, in relation to God of War Ragnarok because Hogwarts has the marketing the marketing contract is is in Sony's hands and they're doing exclusive things with the Sony platform with Hogwarts so I think they said yeah we we need to move too we need to move too a three month milestone from Hemulin thank you for the gifted yesterday Lono keep up the good work well thank you so much for celebrating that and for being here and being a member some of these titles may have the same tinfoil hat on with the God of War release what you mean they like they just assumed it was coming and they decided to get out of the way God of War will probably be game of the year I wouldn't want to put anything out of the same time as that I don't know about that why did we delete that message in the legend of Ragnarok Thor fights this and Odin fights this I don't think that was a spoiler quiet shy I think he's literally point like I think he's literally quoting lore I don't think he's trying to spoil. We're being a little, um, we're being, yeah, he's quoting lore. Yeah, Fenrir is the son of Loki, so obviously they're changing the story bit. We're a little on guard for spoilers, because apparently story spoilers are starting to get out, and, and, uh, there's like, there's like Xbox fans that are, that are saying, they're like organizing, they want to ruin the game's launch. Like, I, there's literally tweets. <clears throat> there's tweets of guys that like hate Sony and they want to try to hurt the launch of the day uh, of the game God of War gets delayed and screws the other games I don't think so why two days no they're joking they're joking who has time for that right Royal Duck who has time for that why are you trying to ruin people's gaming experiences what the frick is the matter with you I'd rather you delete and apologize later right 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 Eugene just in case when it comes to God of War being game of the year, it is already at a handicap. God of War is PlayStation only. Elden Ring is multi-platform. Yeah, but PlayStation only titles have won in the past, right? Play, PlayStation PlayStation titles have won in the past. I'm telling you, 
God of War game of the year, it, it could happen because you're going to have recency bias. Way more of the review outlets will be able to beat the game and to be able to beat it exhaustively because they can turn the difficulty down. They'll have that narrative attachment. They'll have boy. They'll have the dialogue. They'll have the characters that they'll connect with. And Elden Ring might feel like a distant memory at that point. Stray game of the year. Stray will get a game of the year nomination, but it won't win. It won't win. God of War beat Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Is that is that tr- wait, is that true? Is, did that is that what is that what happened that year? God of War beat Red Dead Redemption 2? If that's the case, then then Elden Ring's got to watch it 6 because Ragnarok is coming. I mean, I'm telling you what, it like listen, if other games are literally avoiding fourth quarter because of Ragnarok, and, and 2018 God of War beat out Breath of the Wild. It beat out Red Dead Redemption 2. You better watch your six, Elden Ring, because it's coming. Red Dead Redemption 2 was, in my opinion, not even worth Game of the Year. Red Dead Redemption 2 was, was very highly praised. Yeah, it won over Red Dead and Spider-Man. Yeah, God of War beat Spidey. Do you guys understand that? Now, Wheezy has his own theories about this, but God of War PC had a stronger debut of sales than Spider-Man, and I was proved wrong. I said, listen, Spider-Man is king. He's globally the most popular superhero. When that game hits PC, it's going to shatter records, and it didn't. It didn't. It, God of War 2018 on PC is still the, the, the crown holder for Sony, which is absolutely nuts. Oh, Breath of the Wild won in 2017. Sorry, we're getting our dates wrong. Breath of the Wild won over Horizon Zero Dawn. I mean, Breath of the Wild is a fantastic game. Spider-Man is mid. Shut up, Hilly! You just don't like him because he's, he's from New York. And New York represents everything great about America. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Elden Ring was unreal. I have 270 hours in it. Ragnarok will be better. I have no doubts as Targaryen. Maybe because Spider-Man isn't a great character. Oh, shut up. I like Breath of... I think Breath of the Wild destroyed every other game in 2017. Oh, yeah. They got a lot of awards. Which award giver are we looking at here? The Game Awards. I mean, that's, that's, that's the main one people refer to. It's not the only one. There's the BAFTAs and there's some others, but the Game Awards, the big show that Jeff Keighley does. Red Dead Redemption 2 was such an amazing game. <clears throat> it's actually impressive. At the time of release, Red Dead Redemption 2, no multiplayer, blew my mind. God of War was good, but it didn't blow my mind. I think Mario Odyssey should have won in 2017. Uh, how can any gamer not like Red Dead? I thought Red Dead Redemption 2's combat was weak. I thought it was the weakest point in the game. I thought everything else was fine. The open world, the dialogue, the character design, the graphics, absolutely beautiful game. You know, I was actually friends with one of the voice actors. I worked with her in New York, um, Sam Strelitz, and she's a super nice person, and she was blown away by the popularity of the game and how much, you know, attention she got just from being a part of the game. You know what I mean? But, but, God of War beating Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2 was a highly anticipated multi-platform, very recognizable IP. The sequel to Red Dead Redemption on multiple platforms, a game from Rockstar, 
Are you freaking kidding me? Like, the fact that... The fact that, that God of War beat it out is pretty impressive. If you're just tuning in, we're discussing God of War Ragnarok, new video, it hit... There's cool stuff in there. Uh, what's her face is like narrating and reading about the story. What's her name? She's like so adorable. Felicia Day. Felicia Day is reading and talking about doing a great story recap. So there's a God of War story so far, you know, recap in, the, in that video. And there was news there. There's a guy in the industry, Tim Geddes. He was on a kind of funny podcast. And he said that games are actively avoiding God of War Ragnarok. They don't want to try to compete with it. They're they're like, nah, we're uh, we're good. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go somewhere else. We're speculating which games we think actually moved because of Ragnarok. Uh, I think Forspoken. I'm 99% sure Forspoken. You know, delayed because of Ragnarok. I'm about 75% convinced that Hogwarts moved because of Ragnarok in relation to something else. Eugene brought up a really good point. PS5s, there's going to be a PS5 restock for Christmas, and that will cause a bunch of people to go backwards and say, I can now get Ragnarok. I can now get these games I've been waiting on. All of the stats point to that happening for Sony. Well, Hogwarts Legacy's got its marketing strategy and its marketing contract is tied up with Sony, and they're doing exclusives and and certain things you can only get on the Sony on the Sony platform. So, I I think Sony had a conversation with Hogwarts that led to them saying, you know what, we were having a hard time getting ready anyway. I I think Hogwarts was in a bit of crunch. God of War might have uh, might be hidden at the time, but it's definitely. Uh, out of the closet now, huh? Spider-Man didn't cause everyone uh, didn't cause everyone wanted to play it and FOMO and reel with it, so people played it on PlayStation. God of War was kind of hidden, unless you're a PlayStation person or a fan of the franchise. That is my opinion. Hogwarts 100% been in crunch. Yeah, when you get this close to a release date and you don't have pre-order bonuses and you don't have trailers with your release date yet and you're not trying to convince people to buy your game yet and you don't have your your release date announced, uh, you're in crunch, right? You're you're tr- you're trying you're trying to crunch up. You're trying to get everything ready. That that's that's what I think. You know, I like we don't we don't have any proof, but if you get that close to release date and you're not telling anybody your release date, you're like, yeah, it's holiday. Uh, yeah, sure it is. You know, sure it is. God of War was hidden. What does that even mean? I don't know. I think what he's trying to say is Spider-Man had FOMO. People really wanted to play it, so they played it on PlayStation. God of War didn't have that. He might be right. If we look at total sales, did Spider-Man outsell God of War 2018? It probably did, didn't it? I don't actually know the numbers, but I think what he's saying is, is like, well, Spider-Man already had so many people that played it on PlayStation. God of War was like, oh, hey, I can finally play that game. So maybe that's what he, maybe that's what he's indicating. I, I think hidden's probably a poor choice of words. God of War has more sales than Spider-Man? Marvel's Spider-Man that keeps break like well Miles Morales was the one that kept breaking records they were like number one every month for like four months in a row say what you will about the OG God of War trilogy visibility God of War 2018 has been everywhere a literal iconic game their sales are pretty close some people have waited four years for Spider-Man 
they'll wait longer for a sale. Yeah, Wheezy thought that Spider-Man got hurt by like a regional pricing issue or something. He was like, yeah, there's something weird going on there and, you know, God of War didn't have that, I guess. I don't know. Both had 20 million at PS, but God of War had a couple thousand more. Spider-Man was 30-something mil. God of War was 20. Negligible differences with the edge to Spider-Man. Okay, so that's not a factor. Yeah, Fast Flex... I think your theory just got hurt a little bit. I don't think your theory stands very strong since they both basically sold similar quantities. I don't think there was like this un- unbelievable amount of people that had played Spider-Man that were like, I don't need to play it on PC. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't think that's the case. Spider-Man hit a concurrent player count of, 50, of 66,000. Well, we were talking about total sales, not concurrent player numbers. Total sales, God of War is still the, is still Sony's best PC release uh, as far as like the launch day, launch week sales. Spider-Man didn't overtake it. I thought Spider-Man was going to crush it. I was like, it's going to crush it, right? These are gargantuan sales numbers. God of War had more hype than Spider-Man. I mean, I'll readily admit, I will readily admit that God of War Ragnarok being marketed this year probably actually helped God of War PC because people are like, oh man, I want to play that. The moment I saw the $60 price tag, I knew. So wait, when God of War 2018 hit, what was it like 50? God was God of War was 10 bucks cheaper. Why would they do that? Were they just, they must have just been banking on Spidey carrying it. Like, oh yeah, they should have just sold it for 50. It, 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 the, the $10, why would, that's, that seems like a giant mistake. God of War was $10 cheaper. Oh, you said that twice. Spider-Man was good, but if I had to choose to play one, it'd be God of War. People literally started heckling once they saw $60 for a four-year-old game. If God of War did better on PC, I wonder if more people leave Sony to go to PC than Xbox players. Granted, you would need to do a per capita, not one-to-one, since the PSL's two-to-one over the Xbox. Let's get Lona to 200 likes. Let's make Kojima proud. We're actually setting our sights on 300 likes. If you've never been here before, we're discussing the God of War Ragnarok new video. It hit. It was it was doing a great story recap. We're also talking about the fact that apparently the God of War Ragnarok release date is causing other games to leave November and even December, it seems. There might be a PS5 restock scheduled for December that may have caused Hogwarts to leave that month alongside of the fact that Hogwarts is likely in crunch right now. And Sony said, listen, just kick it to February. You, you guys aren't even ready yet anyway. If you've never been here before, I am a safe-for-work broadcaster. We do multiple talk shows a day, Monday through Friday. A lot of people just throw me on in the background of their day like a video game radio show. So be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my content. If you're a member, make sure and get into the Discord. We do members content every day as well as on Friday night. Community Game Night is going to be the last Friday of this month. Uh, That might be a pattern going forward. So August 26th, uh, we've been doing... Uh, we have been doing Fall Guys. I don't know if we're going to do Fall Guys again. Uh, Fall Guys just seems to work really well because it's free and it's just laid back and silly. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions, let us know. You think Gotham Knights will give God of War any competition? Oh my gosh, no. No. G- g- no. Gotham Knights is going to struggle for a variety of reasons. Number one, it looks like a mobile game. Number two, they're selling it for $70. It doesn't even look like a next-gen game. 
Like, it's one thing for a next-gen game to come out and be like, hey, we've got all this stuff. We've got ray tracing, and we added this, and we added that, and we added 3D audio, and we added this feature and that feature for your dual sense. And you're like, okay, it's $10 more, fine, right? But to be like, oh, yeah, here's Gotham Knights. Oh, it's $70. Why? Why is it $70? i am telling you right now, I'm betting on this. I'm actively betting... I'm betting that I'm actively betting that Gotham Knights ends up on mobile within within six months of its release. It looks great, you blind. <laughs> Homie, listen. If there's one thing I don't do, I do not needlessly nitpick games on their graphics like so many people do when they were like Horizon Forbidden West doesn't look any better than Zero Dawn like I'm not I don't I don't do that that's not the kind of content I create I've covered Gotham Knights extensively we've looked at the trailers we looked at the change in detail of the characters we looked at the movement the animations we even detected the last time we covered Gotham Knights we detected movement rigidity that is essentially a mobile game on like it's, it's, it's like when a mobile game is on a, on a board game style thing where they turn on pivots. It, th- that game does not look very good compared to when it first came out. You, listen, I'm going to cut you some slack. You may have watched that first trailer with Batgirl on the bike and you haven't watched anything since. Go watch all the recent gameplay they've released in the last couple of months. Because, buddy, that game is downgraded significantly from the first time we saw it. Trust me, that footage of, of, of Batgirl that they revealed like a year or something ago looked awesome. And the latest footage looks like trash. Skull and Bones and Gotham Knights combined will have no player base in six months. Yeah, trust that. I trust that. Yo, good morning, Noble Beast. How are you? If you guys are enjoying my God of War Ragnarok coverage, man, smash that like button. Let's set our sights on 300 likes. Real easy to hit that. Plenty of people here hanging out and having a good time. The devs don't know who Red Hood is. (laughs) Also, Red Hood with mystical powers. 2.5 months out, didn't realize launch was so close. It's right here. It's right around the corner, baby. Look at the tutorial gameplay. I thought it looked good. You said the same with Starfield and compared to Fallout 4. Look how that turned out. You're misrepresenting my content. That's not true. I did not do that. I have a video where I compared Starfield to Fallout 4 and said that Starfield looked fantastic. I actually was one of the people defending Starfield's graphical fidelity and character design. So, you're not being honest in your in your recounting of my coverage. I covered Gotham Knights extensively. We covered the tutorial gameplay and it looks like a freaking mobile game. They move oddly, their animations are rigid. It looks like a freaking mobile game. I like if you're going to try and claim that I did the same thing with Starfield, there's a bunch of videos to prove you wrong. I didn't do that with Starfield. I literally have a video that was like, I was wrong about Starfield with respect to its graphics. I still think the shooting looks like Fallout, and a lot of other people have said the same thing. I'm not, I'm in good company by saying that. My theory is Hogwarts Legacy delayed because of the Switch. They don't have a Switch release date yet. That's also very possible, Wheeze. They probably want to have it all released at the same time because the Switch would be... The Switch market's going to eat up Hogwarts, man. They, they are. Gameplay, you're right, but I meant the graphics. 
I defended the... Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Hang on. I defended the graphics in Starfield. What are you talking about, Rising Alex? I think the graphics in in Gotham Knights have significantly downgraded over time. If you watch the Gotham Knights trailer with, with Batgirl on the bike and then you watch the latest gameplay, if you tell me the graphics haven't been downgraded, you need to get your eyes checked. Yo, J-Rock chilling with a $2 tip through Super Chat. When do you think God of War will be PC? I think... I, I think holiday next year. I do. Maybe, maybe a little bit longer. Maybe they'll let Spider-Man 2 have holiday next year. And then February, March... February, March of 2024, we'll see, we'll see God of War Ragnarok PC release. I think they're going to shorten those windows. The, the way that God of War sold on PC, they are not going to freaking sit around and be like, well, let's give it a full two years. No, 18 months or less. 18 months or less. I'd put money on the dadgum table. They're not going to wait. They're, they are aggressively moving titles to PC. Like, Returnal will be there very, very soon. Ghost of Tsushima is going to hit there. Like, all next year, we're probably going to be like every couple of months getting a PC release of a, of a game. I bet early fourth quarter 2023 Nix is kind of behind on Sony ports window shorten uh, immediately yeah yeah I think they're going to start shortening the windows of time between when it releases and when it lands on PC yes 100% I believe that they're not going to take three to four years they're not going to take three to four years that's ridiculous if you think Ragnarok's going to take longer than than 18 to 24 months, you're freaking dreaming. With the way with the with, with the success that they've had moving their titles to PC, it went from we'll never release our exclusives on PC to okay, we'll release them later on PC. Yeah, it's called it's called business strategy and business strategies change. Try to pay attention to the market, my friend. Capcom did the same thing. Capcom adjusted their business strategy based on how how fast the PC market's going to grow over the over the course of the next 5 years. Are you paying attention to the market? M- people shift in their in their strategies. Imagine being a business and being like, "We're never going to sell that product. We don't we don't see it as being profitable for us." And then the market shifts and you're like, "Oh my gosh, we're going to sell that product now." <laughs> why would you do that to make money you moron why else would we do that you want to laugh and point like they're doing something dumb they're making bank they're they're kicking their titles over to PC and making bank in a few years it'll be alright we've transcended the platform we're released day and date on PC too um I don't know if that'll ever happen because they really really like to move their consoles so I think the strategy of releasing it, and if you really want to play it, you got to snag a PS5. They want that PS5 market saturation, and then they get to make money on the on the game like a year and a half later. They, they're not going to do that this generation because the game, the, the titles move. Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine are going to move consoles. They're not going to put those on PC at the same time. It won't be much shorter than 18 because of the time it takes to port uh, and their lack of co-development. Well, it looks like it took them about a year to port Spider-Man. It took them about a year to port Spider-Man. So, Eugene, I actually think 18 months is going to be the standard. I think I think 14 to 18 months will be the standard. You'll it'll constantly land in that window. 
I think longer than that, it, they're, 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 I don't think they're going to want to do that. New releases will cater to consoles first. First year console sales. Year two PlayStation Now, then year three PC to console. Complete edition with DLC, then to PC. That's too long. Remember, we never thought any PS exclusives would ever come to PC. You just talked about business shifting strategies. Okay. I never thought I'd be able to watch uh, like brand new movie releases in the comfort of my home the week they release, but I got to do that too. What the frick are you talking about? I never thought I'd have a computer the size of a calculator in my pocket, but I've got that. Like, what, are, what, what point are you making? There's plenty of expectations that consumers have that get subverted and uprooted because technologies shift, markets shift, strategies shift. What, 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 what point are you making? My gut says the PlayStation 6 generation will be same day or six months later. I don't agree. That would disrupt flow of all the things they're building right now. I don't agree with that prediction. I think they're going to constantly want to do... It hits the PS5. I think 12 months later, it hits a subscription service. 18 months later, not from that, right? So, like, it launches. A year later, it's on the subscription service. A year and a half after release, it goes It goes to PC. I think that's just such a locked-in, solid strategy of maximizing profit. You you give people... You say that, but a lot will change seven years from now. Well, there's no way to know who of us is being right, but Wheezy, the infrastructure they're building now, I think it stands to reason they're going to set that up and let that hum for as long as it hums. Like, even when the PlayStation 6 comes out. PlayStation 6, here is God of War... You know, here's God of War Egyptian era. And so you're playing God of War Egyptian era. And a year later, they kick it to the subscription service because they want people on the subscription service. So it takes 12 months and then it's on the subscription service. It takes 18 months for a hit to PC. If they go to PC too early, it disrupts that flow of the value kick to the subscription. Now, the only thing I'll grant you, I know. No, I was just going to say, I would grant you that maybe it hits PC and the subscription at the same time, but that would, that would be, that would hurt the subscription funnel. They're building port teams, teams that have to wait for games to be finished. Essentially, they're not building co-development teams, at least not yet. That's another feather in my cap with my prediction. They're building infrastructure to port the games, not do co-development. So what would have to happen is all those porting teams would have to be turned into co-development teams which isn't that very different isn't a team that ports a game to another platform different than co-developing for another platform because wouldn't you have you'd have Sony Santa Monica co-developing you wouldn't have Nixus doing anything they'd be like no we're developing it for both I believe it more today than I did yesterday look at the list I just put, that's got legs. Titles running, a full story recap to a game that released on PC fairly recent, hyping the Steam page, SSM being very quiet, all signs point to a PC release much faster than we are expecting. Add to it, there may be concerned about console availability. So, Creature thinks that God of War Ragnarok is going to get a PC release date, like, almost immediately because of PS5 market saturation and everything he just outlined. He's like, why are they doing a story so far recap? 
that makes sense for the PC audience. It doesn't make sense for the Sony audience. I don't agree with that at all. I think a story so far makes perfectly good sense because this game is picking the ball up. A story recap makes perfectly good sense for even people that haven't played in a while. I played God of War and I don't remember everything that happened, so I'm actually really appreciative of a story so far. They do that with Stranger Things and other titles and other shows. They're like, they give us a recap. I just watched Star Trek The Next Generation. I'm in the season where Leonard Nimoy shows up and one episode to the next, they did a recap because it was like one you know, one week to the next. But you don't read? Add to it, they may be looking to capitalize on God of War 2018's PC success. My theory has legs. No, it doesn't have legs. No. I don't think a story recap and the fact that they're promoting the Steam page and the fact that they had a great success with God of War 2018, I don't think it gives your theories legs. I don't think so. You're just pointing to you're just pointing to things that have happened, not things that would motivate Sony to undercut PS5. Like Every time they've done a PS5 restock, they're all their first-party titles sell amazingly well. So, with with like the console saturation goes both ways. It could go in your way and be like, well, we're concerned about console saturation, so we want to capitalize on this game's launch. Uh, so let's click it. Let's kick it to PC, right? But that cuts both ways. PS5s every time they restock do incredibly well for their first party titles. They're not going to undercut that, exo- that 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 economic reality, that ecosystem right now to kick it to steam. I don't think so. I I think it's I think Ragnarok lands on PC in 14 to 18 months. I don't think a sto- like a story so far trailer is basically all you have. Of course they're going to promote the Steam page. They just put Spider-Man on Steam. That's total correlation. It's it's more correlated and more and more causatively related to the fact that Spider-Man just landed on PC. It has way less to do with with God of War. I I don't I don't think so. I, I, that would just be so bizarre. Not to mention that also then like th- I'm telling you the flow makes sense. God of War Ragnarok hits PS5 and PS4. A year later, it hits the subscription service. About 14 months to 18 months after its release, <clears throat> it's now been on the subscription service for a couple of months. Now you send it to PC. <clears throat> I'm saying eight. I'm modifying my position. 18, 24 months down to 12. Well, I mean, I. To, oh, it, I'm trying to connect the dots here. So you think Ragnarok, God of War Ragnarok PC release is now a 12-month window instead of an 18-month window because of this trailer and them promoting their Steam page. I feel that the things are, I don't, I feel like there's a non sequitur somewhere in there. It just does not follow. It does not follow that they pushed out a story recap trailer and they hired a, a, an actress for it and, and they're doing all of that because they want, they're, they're going to push this thing, they're going to shorten the thing's window not just that <clears throat> well the other things you pointed out they're promoting the steam page sony santa monica being quiet they've been quiet all year that's not really indicative of anything <clears throat> i'm pointing out they can do codev and the success of 2018 they can't do codev they can't do codev creature the game's about to come out there is no co-dev. It's over. They would have been co-developing. Do you see? 
in order for your theory to work they would have had to make this decision nine months ago and instead of having a porting team handle it they would have had to develop code development pipelines and funnels in order for your theory to be true if they there is no co-developing now the game's coming out in like three months it's over it's in the final it's in the final runways there's no more there's no co-development to be done and they've set up to this point they're not doing any co-development so they're either lying to the public and their shareholders I, I i just don't think so for what it's worth creature could be right i just don't think he's right in this instance i think moving to co-development could happen to shorten the window but I don't think they're doing it with Ragnarok. I certainly don't think we have any indications right now they're doing it with Ragnarok. I think the strategy, the scaffolding, the infrastructure they're building for the foreseeable future, Spider-Man 2 will hit PS5. A year later, it will hit the PlayStation Plus subscription. And then, you know, four months after that, it's going to be it's going to be on PC right this isn't a spider-man help stream oh is somebody trying to get help with spider-man do you think the trilogy of halo has the greatest combined rating of all time at 95 still number one beat that god of war holy frick that that is quite literally the biggest cup of copium i've ever seen yeah well suck on this god of war i'm gonna go back to games that are 15 years old and they did really well so yeah what the frick Jiminy Christmas they just need side by side releases TBHS butters unless they know more people buy for first party and will uh, leave if their console does not get it first listen listen no butters no the, the strategy is so sound like there would have to be tangible evidence that they would make a ton more sales by doing what you're saying instead of waiting think about it this way you 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 gotta look at the both sides of the blade well look how well god of war did on pc that's gonna motivate them to do day and date releases for both (laughs) no no in fact it's gonna motivate them to do the exact opposite Look how well we did! And it came to PC four years later! It's a four-year-old game! And look at how well it did on PC! If we shorten that window from four years to like, I don't know, 18 months, holy moly! We'll still make a ton of money! And we'll be able to keep our virtuous cycle of investing in first-party titles and first-party titles ingratiating loyalty and motivating people to buy new hardware and helping PS5 saturation rates. We don't have to disrupt any of that. Like, the fact that these games did so incredibly well on PC is literally motivation to wait. Like, think of... Look look through both ends of the telescope. (laughs) Which... If we kick these games to the to Steam, you know, 14 months, 18 months later, look at the sales we'll probably get. You'd have to argue that that window of time waiting compared to doing day and date would make them such a significant more amount of money to undercut their console movement motivation. 
Look at Miles Morales, one plus year on console, then PS Plus Extra, then to PC at the start of year three because no DLC for Miles Morales. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's the pattern going forward. I think that's just such good that's just such good use of your capital. Just squeezing everything you can out of your properties. If you're just tuning in, God of War Ragnarok, new video, it hit. It's got a great God of War story so far. It's a good story recap. We talked a little bit about that. We're also talking about the God of War Ragnarok release date affecting other games. Now we're kind of talking about the God of War Ragnarok PC release date. When do we think that's going to be in relation to when the game comes out in November? And so we're having a bit of a debate about that. If you've never been here before, hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. I am safe for work, so a lot of people throw me on in the background of their day. Do me a favor. We need 24 more likes to hit 300 likes. Let's go ahead and do that. And it has been an hour, and they want us to run ads every hour, and I don't do that. I would rather get gifted members, uh, super chats, or brand new members. So I, I think live streams are far better monetized by the audience than me monetizing with, you know, hitting you with ads. So if you appreciate the ad-free experience, you know, maybe consider becoming a member, gifting members, or tipping some, or ordering some coffee. Those are all great ways to support what we do here. Good to have you back after time off. Thank you, Commando G-Man. Yo, good morning, BMAC. Butter says, correct. Like I said, they don't do day and date because it would hurt their console sales. They know more of the numbers than we do. Right, so all those realities would have to flip upside down for them to start doing day and date on PC. I bought in the PlayStation purely based on first party. If they did say day and date, I would just play on PC. Yeah. Like... Think of it this way. The growth of the PC market is a direct threat to them if they start doing date and date. Day and date. Think, like Seriously, think about that. One of the main reasons that Sony is doing things like the God of War PC release, they're doing it because PC growth rates are going to be insane. Those growth rates are a direct threat to PS5 market saturation if you start doing day and date. Why? How many people on PC would be like, I don't need a PS5 now. All their big titles come to PC day one. That market's going to grow and grow and grow. Like, the PC market is going to be, for the foreseeable future, significantly larger and insurmountable when compared to the PS5 market share. So they would hurt themselves because you're, you're literally selling to a leviathan-sized chunk of the industry, and now they have no reason to buy your hardware. So all of the growth patterns for the PC market are a direct contradiction to that strategy. Like, what in the frick? Why would we do that? Just sell it to them later. Like, think about how beautiful that is as a strategy. You either buy a PS5 for God of War Ragnarok, which is good for them, or you wait, and you buy it later. Either way, they're getting money from you. You'd have to argue there's a significant portion of the PC audience that's like, I gotta wait a year and a half? Frick that game. Like, what? No. I think that mentality will change. They're gonna change that by the next console generation. You think that? I think the opposite. I don't think so. The, the, the only way they do that is if they have tangible projections and evidence 
that waiting is hurting their sales. If waiting is not hurting their sales, they're going to continue to use Spider-Man, Wolverine, Horizon, God of War, The Last of Us, Uncharted. They're going to use all their big names to move consoles. If they, like, listen, a lot of us have theorized that, like, consoles being sold at a loss, companies are going to really want to get away from that being a, a, a part of their strategy. So, sure, maybe when the PS6 comes out, they're looking to be more like an ecosystem similar to Microsoft, where our stuff's everywhere. Who the frick cares, right? I think when they start running numbers by next console generation, they're going to look at PC the same way Microsoft does. Uh another platform we can utilize to its maximum. Right, like I just said, they could go through a metamorphosis and look more like the Microsoft ecosystem when the PlayStation 6 launches because they're like, listen, we have now established this giant fan base on Steam. They love our games. They're chomping at the bit. Just throw everything out at the same dadgum time. The question then would be, why would you buy a PlayStation 6? What's the driver? Because the PC market's going to grow and grow and grow. Like, that would be my question. Yo, James with a $5 tip. He's putting coffee there. He's reminding you guys to go to reforgeroast.com and order some coffee. If you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you need to try our coffee. My brother was making fun of me because I say that all the time. But seriously, if you're a coffee drinker, you need to try it. If you've never tried coffee, try the light roast. It's a great coffee for non-coffee drinkers. Some people will always buy consoles. Most PC gamers are patient hermits that sniff around the Steam sales for games. PC player would not abandon a game just because of a late release. Some people just don't want to mess with PC. I mean, that's true. That that's true. That that you know, did people just stop buying Xbox? I mean, Johnny, do you think? that Microsoft's market share of Xbox Series X and S, do you think that it will likely hit a point where it's not as strong because you don't necessarily need to buy one? You can play everything on PC. Think about it. The minute that ecosystem becomes more holistic, there will be lots of people that say, why on earth would I buy an Xbox? I have a PC. I'm not saying it will drive their sales down, but if you're going to act like it it won't have an effect, it's going to have an effect. They're literally telling you you don't need to buy a console. They're like you don't need it. Like Microsoft's strategy is even even different than that. Microsoft is going to literally let you just play their games through TV over the cloud. That you know what I'm saying? They, they don't even they don't give a rip if you buy the hardware. They don't care. Yeah, buy a TV. Yeah, plug in your Game Pass password and just play games over the cloud. You need to look at the numbers. The generation behind us already has more PC mobile-centric than their console-centric. So you think that generation is going to tip the scales because that's what's making the PC projections that Capcom and Sony looked at that made them say, hey, let's start throwing our content on PC. You think that scale is going to tip so strongly that Sony says it would be stupid for us to make people wait. PS6, when we launch a first-party title, it's on the Steam storefront and it's on the PlayStation same day. I mean, 
I think one of the main reasons they might really want to do that also is if there's ever a chip shortage, if there's ever a production problem, that won't hinder their sat- that won't hinder their potential sales. Well, I can't get a PS6, but that game came out and my PC's pretty good. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and snag that, right? I, I, I actually... I don't know. I might be coming around to your position purely because they're going to spend this entire generation building an audience on Steam. And that audience has the potential to absolutely dwarf their, their console audience. It has the potential. PC is the best platform for gaming, but you have to pay three thousand for a PC that has the PS5 graphics. Uh, I, you could probably build a PC that's equal to a PS5 for about half that, you know, fifteen to eighteen hundred. Yeah, so the peripherals are coming down in price. They're saying it right now, from never to eventually to all right a bit sooner. Day and date for Sony is becoming like Thanos, inevitable. I think if the market's shifting, they can't control that. If the market's shifting, they can't control that. Like, if, like, like, look at it this way. My nephews, okay? The oldest nephew plays virtually all of his games on PC. And then the youngest nephew, he bounces between everything. He'll play on the Switch. He'll play on an Xbox. He'll play on the PC. The nephew in between, he gravitates towards the Xbox and he plays like Apex with his friends. So, if the generation behind is more platform agnostic or they lean to PC that will influence Sony's strategy Sony will look at the market and say these guys don't respond the way they used to to a console they don't right like we have this we have this entrenched audience right because PS4 and PS5 saturation means PS6 will do well automatically. That's just that's that's kind of like a carryover. Like you're just going to get to roll that audience over eventually into the new console. That's great. They're going to spend this entire generation saturating the market with PS5s. You'll have plenty of good reason to own a PS5, Spider-Man 2, Wolverine, and anything else on the horizon that we don't even know about yet. Okay? But then while they're doing that, they are also building this audience on PC. Like, look at how well God of War and, Sa- and Spider-Man did. That trend is going to continue. And if Creature's Theory, which is a little bit different than my theory, my theory is they're going to start kicking games to PC sooner. God of War Ragnarok PC release date will likely be 12 to 18 months after the release date of the game. Somewhere in that window. I think the first quarter of 2024 is when you see God of War Ragnarok on PC. I think holiday next year, it hits the PlayStation Plus subscription, and then first quarter of 2024, you see a God of War Ragnarok PC release. So, as they shrink those windows, you're just building that audience more and more on Steam that's like, man, I love playing Sony games on my PC. This is freaking awesome, right? This is great. Now, if they do that for 7 to 10 years, it stands to reason that they might they they might say I, for the PS6 let's just get these games out at the exact same time we have a massive audience on both platforms like what difference does it make at this point well you're going to hurt the sales of the PS6 not really a lot of people who have PS5s PS4 Pros PS5 Pros 
that whole demographic, they're automatically just going to buy the new console. You know, they like having a console. Verge just announced PlayStation PC launcher references Spider-Man remastered rumors. I don't understand what that means. What? It is remastered. The PlayStation PC launcher references spotted in Spider-Man remastered for PC. What? Uh, Sony could be working on its own PlayStation PC launcher. Oh, 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 oh. There, there's a potential PC launcher. That's not The Verge. Oh, that's not from The Verge. So The Verge is just reporting on something else that came out. Okay, so in the Spider-Man PC remastered, there are PC account link mentions in the game. Right. So you think they're going to come up with their own launcher. I don't know, man. Steam is so good. Why would you do that? Uh, Why would you do that? Steam has so many people. Their Steam storefront. You know what I mean? I don't like that. I would love some cross-save, though. Account linking would be amazing. Account linking would be awesome. Microsoft has their own launcher. It's trash. Epic doesn't look to make a profit for like 10 years from their freaking launcher. They still put the games on Steam. So they'll put the games on Steam but have their own launcher? What would be the point of the launcher, then? I need that explained to me like I'm like 5 years old. Why would you bother? Why would you spend development time, create create another hurdle for the game's launch to be smooth? Uh, why would they share that? Sony doesn't need Steam and their 30% cut. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Epic Game Store is a marketing black hole. PS is adding the PSN network to PS games and making a Steam-like launcher for actual games instead of streaming. Huh. Exclusivity now on PC too? It's still an exclusive. You understand there's a term called console exclusive, right? Do you are, I mean, are you going to say the same thing about Microsoft? Microsoft will ref- refers to Halo as an exclusive and it's I can play it on PC. Like are we are we taking swings at both sides for doing the same dadgum thing? Like, what? <laughs> it's probably a failing venture, says Wheezy, but you hope more people use your launcher. Even if a percentage of the audience starts buying through your launcher, you get, you get more money because you're not sharing that revenue with Steam. Uh, I love Steam, but also Frickstream. Every PC... Uh, other than Apple is Microsoft. Yeah, but you Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. We're picking up Simon and Anna. Uh I didn't get a response. So I don't uh I don't think so. It's friends of ours. To be fair, I think Epic Games are marketed as Epic Games exclusive. Borderlands for instance. Blizzard has its own launcher. Yeah, but are they shuttering that? I don't even know. I mean, I, they're not shuttering it. You're going to need it for Diablo and stuff, but gee, many Christmas. I guess it's true. I mean, I guess it's true. Other companies have their own launchers. They just typically aren't very liked. Microsoft doesn't own the PC market. They own the OS. It's mostly used by PC. Yeah, if you're going to try and do the whole, like, Microsoft owns the PC market... 
like with as much respect as I can muster that statement is dumb they don't own anything they don't they have the operating system they don't own anything Microsoft doesn't get a cut from Sony games selling on Steam like what you know what I'm saying we're talking about launchers though yeah but Microsoft doesn't own the PC market that statement is nonsensical in this context now if you were talking in the operating system world and you were debating with a bunch of like Linux and Mac fans you would be okay to say that yeah Microsoft owns the PC market we're talking about gaming and Microsoft owning the operating system foothold of the market has zero freaking bearing on games. It doesn't have any bearing on games at all. And their launcher is laughably bad. Their launcher should be way better. Like, if you really want to invoke Microsoft's foothold in the market, their PC launcher has every reason to not suck and it sucks. Like, they're... they're <laughs> It was bearing on launchers? It has no bearing on launchers. None. Because you have Steam, you have Origin, you have Blizzard. Those launchers glide above Microsoft doing anything or getting anything. What you're saying doesn't make any sense. Microsoft owning all those operating systems has zero bearing. It doesn't even move the Richter scale needle. It's zero bearing on the launchers and the money. Blizzard Activision have their own. Maybe they can offer better implementation with Sony console ecosystem. Plus, Sony wants to enter uh, more into mobile games as well per their earnings call. There are conspiracy theories why their launcher is bad. What, to drive people to the console? You have to pay the license to get Windows. It's the equivalent of getting a console just cheaper. Well, but that, again, has no bearing on the launchers. So then the alternative is Microsoft will tax Sony's PC games if they wanted to. <laughs> no! They can't do that! What do you mean? What are you talking about? That's not a thing! That's not a thing! Microsoft can't walk in the room and be like, Hey, we're gonna charge you a tax or a fee to 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 put your games to to make a launcher what the no what are you talking about that's not that's not a thing that's not a possibility like they don't have that level of control you're insane that's not how it works windows is an open platform yeah you you they they can't do that they'd have to basically completely reinvent their TOS and they'd have to make anybody who develops for their OS agree that at any point in time, Microsoft could charge them fees or something. That'd be completely counterproductive to their entire business strategy. They make the platform, and they want everybody making software for their platform. In Microsoft's defense, it's not a game launcher. It's an app launcher. No, it's not the same. They can. If they wanted to, they would. Sony is an ant compared... Here we go. Sony is an ant compared to Microsoft, and so if they wanted to inflict financial attrition, they could and likely would whenever. No. They have no ability to do that. There, there, is, no, there is no current way that Microsoft would be able to do that. If they could get just 
1% of Steam sales, they would do it. And Steam would probably willingly pay it. They're not doing it because they can't. There's no way for them to do that. You honestly think the amount of money that Steam generates, Microsoft's just like, you know, we could take like 1% of that, but we're just going to be nice. What? That would qualify as antitrust? Yeah, probably. Market manipulation, antitrust. It could it could it could hit any other things. Like you you they get sued for that. You come in and change the rules. There there's literally no way they would if they could do it. Let's just take the premise. The premise of your argument is that they could they could do it. They would be doing it right now. They would be making buckets of cash from Steam, and Steam would 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 be. What are they gonna do? One percent? That's fine. That's not gonna hurt us. I mean, we we we, we operate on the Windows operating system. Give give them the one percent. They they're not doing it because they can't. Can I play Steam games on my Mac? I honestly don't know. Can I play Halo? I don't know, and I don't know what that has to do with the point that you were making. The point that you were making is in tatters on the ground. There's no there's no freaking universe where Microsoft can do that. They're not going to come into the room and be they can't flex whatever you think they can flex and be like, "Hey, hey, if if you're going to sell games on our operating system, we get a cut." What no. What no, that's not that's not in the agreements. Halo Infinite on Mac. Yeah, you can play Halo Infinite on Mac according to this. What's this say? It can be played on Mac only with workaround methods. Oh, it's not officially supported. These dudes are desperate for attention that are willing to shoot themselves in the foot several times and they stick said foot in the mouth. Eugene, you just made me feel old, says uh, Zubair. Creature and Wheezy, they don't remember because they weren't old enough to know. Old enough to know what? No one remembers Internet Explorer lawsuit. They've already been down this road for Windows in their browsers. Yes. Yes, that's an excellent point. They already tried this, and they got beat up by antitrust. This was already happened with Windows and Internet Explorer. Bingo. That's exactly right. They got slapped with antitrust when they tried to pull this crap with Internet Explorer. And you think... They're going to walk back in the room and be like, <laughs> we have an even better idea. We're going to charge Sony money to put games on our operating system. And the FTC would be like, the frick you will. <laughs> no, you won't. You will not do that. They almost got sued into oblivion. Microsoft literally got sued, almost got sued into not existing. Yeah, did they end up having to pay? What happened with that lawsuit? I remember the lawsuit. I don't remember the result. Sony would beg them to do that. Yeah, do it! Internet Explorer and games aren't equal. One's a service. One's a product. Oh my gosh. He's still fighting, chat. He's twitching. He's twitching. He's trying to get up. So... So internet <laughs> Internet Explorer Internet Explorer and games aren't equal. 
They're both software. What do you mean argue you? You're 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 claiming that Internet Explorer and games aren't equal. Yes, they are. It's software that you install and run on Windows. What I do in that browser, let me let me let me do you another one. Oh, this is beautiful. They're not the same. You know what's fantastic about this? Microsoft literally just helped Fortnite get around the Apple Store by cloud gaming through a browser. So, a browser is a piece of software that enables you to play whatever the frick game you want now with Microsoft's own technology. Like, they literally they literally just helped Fortnite get around the App Store and you just use your browser on your phone. Like, they're the same. It's software that can basically... It's agile software you can do so much with. The things you can do with Internet Explorer... What do you mean? Like you can you can play games right there through your browser. Internet Explorer and installing a game and installing Spider-Man. There it's the same thing. They're just doing different functions. They're warring against Apple, that's why they help Fortnite. I'm not making that point to act like it's relevant to this. I'm simply saying that proves a browser and a game are the same thing. They just have different functions. To the point that a browser is so agile, it can literally run a game. You're, you're, you're not seeing what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm drawing here. They're the same thing, bro. There is literally no way Microsoft can do what, what you're claiming. They can't. I thought Internet Explorer already got axed. Well, what's it called now? Edge or whatever the frick. They just rebranded it. They rebranded it because they, you know everybody hears Internet Explorer and they're like, "Ew, Internet Explorer!" Like they have a it's a it's a PR problem. People don't use the browser because it because it doesn't have a good history. Windows is an open platform operating system. Microsoft got in trouble before for trying to restrict the Windows operating system. Right, because when your software becomes endemic to the technology world, the FTC is going to step in and say, listen, you, you can't restrict it. You're everywhere. Like, in one breath, you're talking about how massive Microsoft is, and then in the next breath, you want to act like they can do something that would be completely disruptive to the entire world. Like, Microsoft could disrupt the entire globe as far as business efficiency and revenue streams by just suddenly restricting windows they're they're too endemic to the industry you can, they can't do that they couldn't walk in the room and be like yeah we're we're going to charge sony to make to, to put games on our platform they wouldn't be allowed to do that i do see it i just disagree that microsoft is ever in the position of weakness they're not weak everyone depends on them homie I haven't said anything to indicate their weakness. Stop defending how strong your dad is. That's not what we're talking about. Everyone depends on them. They could tax their competitors. No, they couldn't. That's a- You just described antitrust, anti-competition behavior. You j- in, in one sentence, you literally just said something that's illegal. You can't do that. Everyone depends on them. So they could tax their competitors. Somebody call the FTC. What are you talking about? That's literally the definition of antitrust, 
anti-competitive behavior. What are you on, bro? What are you even... You just, you, you just concisely described why they can't do it. It's antitrust behavior. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> it's illegal. <laughs> it's illegal, bro. Is this man trolling? Clip it, clip it, clip it, says Birdface. I don't think he's trolling. I'm serious. I'm serious. No disrespect. But some of you guys are like Microsoft. Big, strong Microsoft. They so big, they could do whatever they want. They answer to no one. Microsoft big. You, you go full. You're going full. Microsoft isn't so big that they can just do whatever the frick they want. They, 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 like, your confidence in them is making you go full. You're, it makes you say just dumb stuff. You're, you're so overly confident in them. It's like a kid being like, my dad's so strong, he could beat up all of you. And you're talking to like eight bodybuilders. It's like they'd be like, what in the frick? You're going full. It's an over-realized confidence. They're not bigger than the FTC and regulations. Why do you think them buying Blizzard Activision's under review? It has to be looked at. Tax might be the wrong word. I mean, tax as in make it harder. Maybe they change the system requirements to make it harder for competitors. That's antitrust. That's anti that's antitrust, bro. They they're endemic to the technological world and if they adjust terms of service and rules to as you said, make it harder for their competitors, that's illegal. They're not allowed to do that. That's rigging the game. There are, like what Creature's saying, there's entire laws against what you are saying. Explain car companies, electric vehicles, and charge stations. I, why do you want me to explain that to you? Like, if Ford Motor Company was the world's largest axle distributor, and they were distributing axles... And their axles and their frames were used by every single car company out there. And they intentionally started restricting their competitors. They would get sued for antitrust, anti-competitive actions. They'd get sued for that. If they became endemic to the, to the automotive industry, the way that the Microsoft operating system is endemic to the industry, they would get sued for that. They'd be like, what are you doing? No, you can't do that. Like, do you see what I'm saying? You, you're, like, in one breath, you're seeing how big Microsoft is, but in the next breath, you're not seeing how big Microsoft is. Like, they're so big that they can't do that. Do you understand? It's like an elephant can't come into my home. This elephant's so big, it could do whatever it wanted. It could come into my home. No, it would, it would destroy my home if it tried. Like, Microsoft is so big, dot, 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 that they cannot do some of the things you're talking about doing. They wouldn't be allowed to. 
Why can't Ford's electric cars charge on Tesla stations and gas cars can gas up anywhere on gas? Oh, okay. I see the okay. I see the connection you're drawing. Okay, so proprietary technological peripherals is being debated right now. It's not been settled because there there are laws. It's I don't know if it's in the U.S. Is it in the U.K. where they they're going to have to get to the point where you can't do that. Like, peripherals on iPhones are eventually all going to be like USB-C or whatever the frick. So, yes, charging peripherals in the technological world, that is actually being debated. And at a certain point, Apple's going to force to do USB-C. So, you're literally creating an example that's actively being debated, and then that won't be possible. The minute that electric cars become as endemic in the society and the culture the way that phones are and charging them needs to be readily available that will be changed to universal charging stations by tax I mean charging peripherals what the frick listen listen Microsoft is so freaking big bro they, they, you, they can't do what you're saying they can do they tried it once and they got sued. What you're saying is even bigger. It, you're talking about something way worse than what they tried with Internet Explorer. I didn't even know this philosophy was being determined right now. Yes, it is literally being debated and determined right now. Propri- proprietary to connections with respect to uh, being eco-friendly, uh, as, as consumer-friendly, all these things are being debated right now. They're, 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 they're quite literally doing it. The White House announces Tesla will open a supercharger network um, to convince more drivers to go electric. Yeah, they're already saying we're going to make chart. Yeah, they're already pushing through legislation that'll force it. And they, they've already done those with iPhones. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. It's not being debated. Like, the debates have concluded. It's, it's, being, it's being codified in the law. Right now, Apple is fighting to keep their tax on any software on the iPhone. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The whole epic Apple lawsuit centers around the idea that when your operating system becomes endemic to the to the to the um, to the ecosystem and to the economy, you can't do that. You can't be taxing people and charging them all these fees because you are hindering your competition. These debates are why Apple doesn't ship cords and chargers with the phone. Apple will drop the charging port according to rumors and will go fully wireless. Yeah, and then they'll sell proprietary wireless stations. But even yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know if they'll get away with that one. The charging stations would then be I yeah, I don't know how that they might that might be a loophole that they're trying to get around. Well, if we don't have a charging port, you, the law doesn't apply to us. This is a wireless charge device, and you're going to need our proprietary one. If Microsoft was able to charge in Fantasyland, they'd be the slumlords of video games. That's what I was trying to say a little while ago, Unknown Games. I was like, for frick's sake, if you really think they have the power to do this, they'd be doing it right the frick now. They'd be making a stupid amount of money from Steam. They'd be making a dumb amount of money. Western economics has changed. It's a shame how fair we all are. <laughs> what? 
you you don't think that they should be focusing you don't think they should be working against like antitrust anti-competitive moves look at the internet oh my gosh look at the internet infrastructure and pricing in america and compare it globally and we're a freaking joke because they've allowed all the internet companies to do a bunch of anti-competitive antitrust nonsense like your access to the internet is essentially a utility now you need it you do you need it you need it it's a part of western civilization it's as endemic to daily life as electricity and clean water right clean water is probably way more important electricity is right behind it and then internet's right there you, you, you freaking need it you need the internet to function as like a citizen most of the time and th- this has been a giant debate that you're on the wrong side of if you think we're too fair homie the stuff they were trying to do with internet companies a couple of years ago you'd be on the, the corporation side they were going to make it they were going to be able to do all kind of nonsense imagine being on AT&T's internet and having to spend more money to access Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus why cuz that's a direct co- competition to AT&T's streaming services and movie packages but that's considered anti-competitive in order for them to do that but according to you Oh, that's just too fair. Like, they should be able to do that. Do you have any idea how awful and bastardized internet service in America would be right now if the government wasn't wasn't protecting the consumer to a certain degree? I don't think we're protected enough, by the way. I don't think we're protected enough. But we're protected enough to the point that, like, AT&T ain't charging you extra to go to Netflix because you better freaking believe that they wanted to and they were going to. Yeah, there are countries that actually do that. Yeah. I love a good group think and challenge culture creature, and I'm healthy. Yeah, I mean, this has been a good debate. I didn't expect to go all the way out of it. Listen, if you're here for the God of War Ragnarok new video, they released a video doing a God of War story so far recap, and we also talked about the God of War Ragnarok release date and how it looks like maybe Hogwarts moved. We definitely know that uh, Forspoken moved because of of God of War Ragnarok. Hogwarts might have as well, because there could be a PS5 restock in December that will likely then make it a little bit harder on Hogwarts. So, uh, I I, I don't know about Starfield. We debated Starfield. I think Starfield's getting delayed because of the Series S, and they're trying to get it to run well on that system, and I I think they're going to struggle too. I think it's going to be akin to the Cyberpunk launch and the reviews are going to be horrible on the S in particular. Uh, I think it's really going to hamper the release. Make sure and smash the like button if you've been enjoying the debate and the conversation. I am safe for work. We have spicy debates, great back and forth. You're allowed to debate me, disagree with me, and discuss things as long as you're not insulting me or the audience. So make sure and hit subscribe if you've never been here before. If you like my content and you're here on the regular, please make sure every day you come in, you smash the like button. That's a totally free thing to do, and it really helps out the video. Uh, people need to read about Satya Nadella's leadership style at Microsoft. I'm not sure what you're referring to. Lonely you the man. I ordered my coffee bundle yesterday and you shipped it already. That's good service. Hey, we ship coffee and it's on your doorstep faster than any coffee company out there. That's, that's one of our guarantees. 
So you're supporting a small family business when you do it. My wife and kiddos bag it up. So we greatly appreciate you supporting us, supporting my family, supporting the business. If you're a coffee drinker, we have bundles, we have subscriptions. It's all very well-priced coffee. And a ton of people have completely converted to drinking only ours because it's so good. You think internet and TV is bad in America? In Canada, we basically have two companies who conspire and charge whatever they want. Uh, We pay double what you pay. But Crispy Bogod, the point that I was making is... It's, it would be, it's not, it's not good. America's not good with respect to internet packages and speeds. Our internet infrastructure is a freaking joke because they don't have to, they don't have to make it any better because there's no competition and they block competition. They block fiber companies and stuff from coming in all the freaking time, right? Because that would make a bunch of people leave the crummy old service that you're on. You're on all these old copper lines. Okay. So. It would be worse. That was the point that I was making to him. Is like we're already not that impressive on the world stage. We're we're already not that impressive. Coffee stunts your growth. I'm really concerned as a 40 year old about my growth. Don't forget to warn new customers that the coffee doesn't melt. That's right. It doesn't melt. It's not instant coffee. It's kind of worse because we had the FCC overturning net neutrality four years ago. I thought that was still up in the air. Or have the companies just not done anything because they don't they don't want to get in trouble? I thought that was still up in the air. Did you know that coffee also tastes a bit like chocolate? Oh, our coffee? Yeah, it's got a little bit of it. The importance of net neutrality. We do not want this. It doesn't melt and it's very chewy. It was overturned and nothing changed. I think companies are afraid to try it. Yeah, because if they try it, they're likely going to get slapped with more restrictions, so they're just all not doing anything with it right now. Balance acidity debates and talk show coffee. That's right. There are definitely some gray names in chat right now, so I would love to see some of you guys that like to do gifted members. Now's a good time to do it. We're nearing the second hour of the stream, and we've not run any ads. So, uh, let's get some of these people that are loyal and talking and they're here this long into the talk show. Let's get some of these people in the, in the, in the pool of members, man who builds his own broadband receives 2.6 million from the U S government. He built his own broadband. How can I order some coffee? You can go to reforgeroast.com or you can use exclamation point coffee in the chat. YouTube still won't be gifted opt in for gifted subs. Good debate this morning. Thank you, BMAC. We got another spicy topic for our second show today. Diablo 4 had some monetization leaks and we'll be looking at them. It sucks here in Canada because we have mainly two main telecommunication companies, but we do have one of the strongest fiber optic networks because fiber has been widely adopted across the country. No, I've never made a coffee smoothie. Yeah, apparently there's a five-year build order for fiber in my city and I was told that like two years ago. Lord Bacon the Destroyer hit a six-month milestone and said, let's throw a member party. I agree with you. Let's do it. I wonder if YouTube is treating us any better today. We crushed it yesterday, and it was literally just you guys. Okay, we're doing, we're doing great. We're doing better. We're getting, 
we're getting really, really good suggest off of the God of War Ragnarok Mists of Midgard video. We're actually getting people from that video, and we're also getting some search. So if you're new today, do me a favor and hit that subscribe button. You might get a membership right now because Lord Bacon Taco, or I'm sorry, Lord Bacon the Destroyer, Imori, thank you for doing an entire year, Imori. Thank you for renewing. BMAC, Saintism, Diaz, Paul, Shock Trooper. I love seeing BMAC and Diaz and Saint get a membership. They're here all the time. Ronaldo Madrid, Ian O'Brien, Spartan of Doom, uh, Gamer Chef, and Demetrius. I love seeing names I recognize get gifted members. Don't forget to be in the Discord so you can cash in on those benefits. And that way, we also don't want to see you missing out on members' content. We do members' content every day of the week as well as Friday night. What's the afternoon stream? Diablo 4 monetization has been leaked, and we're concerned it's going to become another Diablo Immortal. So be sure to stick around for the second show. Lord Bacon, you're a legend. Thank you. Yeah, make sure and thank Lord Bacon the Destroyer. He's gifted a lot of members, very generous to the channel and this community. You had a great idea yesterday, Long Dark Souls with a millennial surfer. Keep the difficulty on the bosses and have the jokes throughout the game. New label preview. Yeah, Reforge Roast. It doesn't melt. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was obviously being silly. I don't know if there's any if there's any true potential there. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, Sometimes a goofy meme or or sort of a joke game can actually, you know, be very successful. But I think part of the problem is one of the main one of the main problems I think is that if you if you don't hit the right chord and the right audience, everyone's going to be like this game looks stupid. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like that discussion yesterday where we were like looking at that trailer from Forspoken. And it was like, it's almost like when you're in a group and someone tells the joke and no one gets the joke. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You gotta be really careful with with humor in video games and stuff, because like, it's a good skit, not a good movie. Right, yes. Yes, It's it's the Kramer effect. So in Seinfeld, if they would have done a show spinoff just with Kramer, it wouldn't have worked. Kramer is good in small doses on an episode where there's 17 minutes of actual airtime. And the minute you you have too much of that, it just doesn't work. So that's one of the problems with jokes and humor. Like that game that's coming out uh, where the guns have faces um, high on life. Like, you've really got to hit the right tone, and even then, it's got to be... It almost has to be baked into the identity of the game, like the humor in Borderlands, that game high on life. When you want to take, like, a really serious-looking game and suddenly, like, throw in humor, it it can be tough. It can. Like, Star Trek The Next Generation does a really good job with humor because it's really infrequent and it's really understated. So last night we were watching an episode and like Captain Picard is trying to sleep on this Klingon ship and Data's in the room with him not doing anything and it just makes him uncomfortable and then Data's staring at him but Data's not staring at him. Data's like compiling information and it makes Captain Picard so uncomfortable he just gets up and can't sleep. Like the way they set it up no, there was there was no there was there weren't any really lines stated there was just a lot of silence and them just kind of sitting there it was it was expertly done right 
Yeah, Reunification Part 1. Zubair is a huge Trekkie. Every time I reference episodes, he knows, like, the name of them. Yeah, it was Reunification Part 1. It was when Leonard Nimoy comes in at the very end. I told my wife, I was like, can you imagine washing week to week and Nimoy walks out like Spock walks out and you're like, I gotta wait till next week. In any case, like, you can do humor in serious stuff, but you've really gotta nail it. And that's what Forspoken yesterday, I just felt like when we looked at it, it's like, this just doesn't fit you know imagine captain picard being like that all throughout the episodes being goofy and being kind of silly you know what i mean it's like it i don't know i i it, it's it's i'm i'm withholding judgment on forespoken but yeah that, 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 that that's that's one of the questions um yo nveg hitting an 18 month milestone good morning hope you had a good week off thank you very much my appointment is thursday at Five. Perfect. Confirm. Mm. Okay. Got getting my hair chopped. It's getting it's getting kind of long. I was supposed to have it chopped like a week ago, but we went out of town. Deadly Dad Gaming hitting a whole year. He says lucky number seven. You're actually at twelve months, not seven. I think it told you the wrong amount. Loni, you have coffee, but when are you going for a brewing company sponsorship? Well. I like I know that Kraken works with some people. I don't know if there's any beer companies that work with people. I think beer sponsors get a little touchy. It's it's beer sponsors are tough because it's alcohol. I, I I remember when people were doing certain things with with some of the with some of the beer, and they had to do it in like a really really specific way. Because I I you know like Narragansett you know I reached out to them once and they're like no we don't do anything with you know with YouTubers or whatever. <clears throat> most of the funny stuff in next gen is playing off a card's serious nature and making him appear uncomfortable or when Worf looks ridiculous yeah I am not a merry man <laughs> that's right that's right okay let's go for yeah now's a good time to, to schedule the next one uh, we'll schedule it for noon uh, oh oh the next, I, I'm excited about the next one. We've not gotten to do much with Diablo, uh, mainly because it just, you know, Immortal got so much hate. I just couldn't, in good conscience, cover it. Uh, okay, so that should that should be a good one. I have some questions as well uh, for 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 today for this subject that we haven't talked about yet because. The idea that companies are delaying their games because of the God of War Ragnarok release date, um, I just thought it was good because the you know the God of War Ragnarok new video hit, and I was like, well, this is a perfect time to broach this subject because they, they the it's called God of War Ragnarok Myths of Midgard is the name of the video, and it just hit yesterday, and I was like, now's the perfect time to to to, to drum up this discussion. You know, in light of in light of the fact that like everybody's kind of thinking about it and talking about it, you know. And I've got some questions for you guys that we haven't broached yet. Good discussion questions um, that we can we can discuss. I got the second stream scheduled now. Uh, just a casual gamer, but your show makes a day go by pleasantly and entertaining. Thank you so much, uh, Kyle. Or no, Kale. Kale. Thank you so much, Kale. You told me to call you Kale. I don't know why I pronounced it Kyle, like like a guy's name, Kyle. Uh, has D4 been confirmed to have PvP? D3 didn't have it, but it had fun co-op. 
Uh, yeah, Diablo 4 is going to have PvP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get on Diablo 4 yet, though. We're not talking about it yet, so let's not go down that rabbit hole. Let me, let me throw out a discussion question. Do you think games are actively avoiding Ragnarok? Why or why not? Do you think games are actively avoiding God of War Ragnarok? Why or why not? Do you think there's merit to these leaks that this guy put on this podcast? He says, listen, I'm, t- I'm talking to people, and I, he said he was shocked. He said he was shocked. I was shocked when I read it. I was like, I commonly say companies don't do this. I want to know if you guys think this is actually happening. I don't think Hogwarts had anything to worry about, but I definitely agree that Forspoken made the right move. Paul says no. Enjoy says easily. Uh, what else do you do? Like, I do not, says Wheezy. I think that a lot of it is development issues. I blame the Series S and the Switch. So Wheezy thinks that Hogwarts is getting delayed because of the Nintendo Switch and that Starfield got delayed because of the Xbox Series S. I agree on Starfield. I think Hogwarts is multifaceted. I think one of them is Ragnarok and a PS5 restock. I think those two things are also related to Hogwarts. Forspoken definitely got delayed because of Sony, saying, like, you should probably delay. Royal Duck says, people are going to put hundreds of hours into the game and probably won't bother with other games coming out uh, around the same time. Games that drop right after Ragnarok are going to flop, says Undead Sin. Um... Only other Sony games will avoid Ragnarok because it doesn't compete with anything else. So you think Ragnarok doesn't 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 affect the market, doesn't affect the gaming market. It only affects Sony titles. I think Sony marching orders to Square Enix and now tight they and how tight they are, it was Sony doesn't want big titles. Oh, they want big titles every quarter. Right, right, right. I don't think Hogwarts has anything to do with any outside source. The game could drop in a hurricane and be fine. Yeah, people were saying that earlier. They were like, man, Hogwarts could launch whenever the frick it wants and it would be totally fine. King Titan says, yes, it's the most anticipated game and they want to see the numbers. Okay, it's been two hours. YouTube is alerting me that we should run ads. How about instead of running ads, we hit 400 likes? We only need 30 people. If you haven't smashed that like button yet, do me a favor and do it. It's the thumbs up button. If you're on mobile, you got to close chat to do it, but do me a favor and do that. Let's hit 400 likes on the two hour mark. Maybe get some members, maybe get some gifted members. I don't like running ads and I think we can prove to YouTube that monetizing streams is better left to the the viewers and not me. Yeah, God of War is going to be enormous and it's smart for games not on its level to avoid it. Starfield is delayed on its own merits, but Hogwarts is totally close to God of War level, but it's smart not to compete. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to push back on God of War only competes with Sony titles. You have to remember that this isn't just about consumers buying games. It's about the attention of consumers the attention of consumers and here's the thing God of War will dominate the gaming press for weeks after it launches so even if you're not on their platform you just want the gaming press talking about your game it's going to be hard to do in the shadow of God of War Right? It's going to be really, really hard to do if, if, you're, if you're going up against God of War Ragnarok. It'll be hot for two weeks, says Paul. 
I feel like games like this get talked about for almost a month. It obviously dies off with every week. I mean, it declines every week. I think almost a solid month usually people are talking about it. There's reviews, there's secrets, there's Easter eggs, there's... Um, there, there, there's like, oh, we discover this secret. Does this hint at DLC? Like, the gaming press squeezes the absolute life out of a game for weeks. More... For weeks... Not just two, I don't think. Look at October releases and then look at November and December, says Eugene. <clears throat> what, 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 what's the point that you're making, Eugene? I see you putting screenshots in there. Absolutely, I believe people are avoiding God of War Ragnarok. It makes more sense than to crowd the month, especially when it's a heavy hitter like God of War, just like with Titanfall, Call of Duty, and Battlefield. Why is there blind loyalty to new IP like Hogwarts? Being in the Harry Potter universe is a solid base to bring more eyes to it, but if the game is trash, no one will buy. Well, Minstree, the Hogwarts Legacy trailer is the third most watched video on PlayStation's YouTube channel. The other two videos are the PlayStation 4 announcement and the PlayStation 5 announcement. So, it's the most viewed game trailer on the PlayStation channel, like 30 million views. So, the interest is there. It's huge. It's massive. It didn't get that many views because, like, people were hating on it. Somebody somebody tried to claim that uh, before. They're like, oh, it's because people, people like to dig on stuff. There's 29 million views. If I go to the PlayStation channel and I sort by most popular, it has more... <clears throat> it surpassed a six-year-old video... Marvel Spider-Man trailer. This video is six years old, and it in a year's time, Hogwarts surpassed it. Like that, you know what I'm saying? It's only outdone by PS5 and the PS4 announcements. So, like, Harry Potter is the reason it got this many views. It's the reason Spider-Man has this many views, right? Like, Spider-Man's insanely popular, but like, Hogwarts is bonkers. I'm sorry, Harry Potter. Harry Potter fandom is bonkers. Like they, 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 they buy everything. They soak up everything. And I'll be honest with you, it's a good trailer. It looks like a good game. You know, it looks like a good game. I keep saying that I think the headlines for Hogwarts Legacy is going to be Hogwarts Legacy is a surprisingly deep RPG. So that's the question, right? Like, you got your God of War Ragnarok release date. It hits. You got a potential PS5 restock in December for the holidays, which will then subsequently give another resurgence to God of War Ragnarok sales. So Hogwarts might have looked at it and said, let's get out of here. We, 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 we probably will do better in February all by ourselves." The game itself doesn't look like a game you will play in a long run. It will die out. Oh, I completely disagree with you, King Titan. No, I, th- I completely disagree with you. I think Hogwarts Legacy is going to surprise people. I think it's going to it's going to be a surprisingly deep and highly praised RPG. D- that's just my hunch, based on what I've seen, based on how they've set the game up and the replay value, hundred percent. And there will likely be DLC. I I think what they should do is they should do a DLC where you go into the next year of your time at school and you have a whole new story and a whole new thing to do. 
Will it stay exclusive to PlayStation? It is not exclusive to PlayStation. It Hogwarts Legacy is a multi-platform title. That's one of the reasons Wheezy doesn't think God of War Ragnarok is related to that release date delay. He thinks Hogwarts delayed because they're having trouble getting it on the Switch because they haven't announced the Switch release date yet. They literally are like, oh, it's coming in February, and then they're like, well, we'll, we'll announce the Switch release date soon. So, it's not exclusive to PlayStation. There are exclusive features to PlayStation with the DualSense controller. I believe there will be other exclusivity ideas. I I believe there'll be other things. Like, you'll be able to pre-order the game and get outfits and stuff only on PlayStation. Because PlayStation has the marketing contract, so I think they're going to get more. I think they're going to get more stuff. I think they're going to get some timed exclusivity or some exclusive, you know, outfits and stuff. Maybe just from pre-ordering. Outfits that you can earn in the game or find in the game, but when you pre-order for PlayStation, they're going to give you some stuff. That's my, That's been my prediction, is that Sony really sees the appeal of Hogwarts and they want a piece of it, because they know Harry Potter is... They, it's ma- it's massive. It's, it's, it's a massively uh, popular franchise. We only need 10 more likes. 10 more likes on the video. Let's go. Lord of the Rings also. Yeah, they're handling the Gollum stuff, are they not? Maybe they aren't. I can't remember. I think you start as a fifth year, right? So this hypothetical DLC would be would be you entering sixth year. Yeah. Yeah, don't you go... Wouldn't it go fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth? You could do three DLCs, could you not? I, I don't know. If it sells and does as well as it does, I, I, I see the game actually having tons of potential with DLC. And listen, they built the school, right? Like, reuse that capital. Seven years? Okay. So sixth and seventh, maybe. I forgot that Lord of the Rings Gollum game exists. Game looks like crap. I'm going to play it a bunch, Wheeze. I'm going to do it as for members only as well. And I'm going to dedicate it to you. Three game trilogy, one for each year. Fourth game open world live service. So you think rather than doing DLC, they're going to try and go for a trilogy? I don't know about that. The whole game is the fifth year. That's why I said like a DLC would be you going into your sixth year. It, you know, it would, you know, you built the school, you build all the capital, reuse it all. I have zero interest in Gollum. I need another game like Return of the King back in the day. I'm reading Lord of the Rings for the first time. It's really, really good. I, I like, it's a shame that they didn't put any of the Tom Bombadil stuff in the movies. It's just a freaking shame. hopefully we have Quidditch they've all but confirmed there'll be no Quidditch Harry Potter books are traditionally one year per story with a big overarching threat for each school year the games would be set up the same in my opinion who knows though maybe Hmm. Peter Jackson's been working on a new one his team and the team from Outer Worlds. Oh, golly. That's very promising. If you guys are just tuning in, one of the reasons we're talking about Hogwarts Legacy is the God of War Ragnarok new video. Uh, it's called God of War Ragnarok Myths of Midgard. And I thought it was a perfect thing to sort of springboard off of and talk about the release date and how apparently there are games delaying and running from Ragnarok. Like the God of War Ragnarok release date is apparently shoved games out of the fourth quarter 
uh, on the Kind of Funny podcast, Tim Geddes was quoted as saying that the, the last quarter of the year is basically a wash now because people are avoiding Ragnarok. So that's why we're talking about Hogwarts, how successful we think Hogwarts will be. Um, did they did they feel the need to you know to get out of to get out of the way or to give as he was saying uh, many many people were saying that or they're being quoted at saying they wanted to give Ragnarok its space, uh, which you know we'll see if that ends up being true. If 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 other companies you know start to come out and confirm it, nobody's necessarily uh, confirmed it. They've just this guy said he spoke with people that basically said, yeah, this is a hundred percent happening. Uh, these companies and he said he was shocked. Like that was one of the reasons why I th- I thought this was trustworthy because he was like I was shocked because I don't think he expected to hear it as I didn't expect to hear it. I don't think a lot of people expected there to be a a push like that level of push I think it's one thing to avoid like the release week of a big game but to literally be like abandoning the fourth quarter of 2022 I do think the gaming droughts playing a part though I think the gaming droughts playing a part I think they're essentially worried that people are so hungry for games that that this thing will just dominate. It's like it's almost like when there's nothing, 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 and then a really big release. That's all anybody's going to talk about because there's nothing else going on, right? Which makes sense, right? It's like everyone's going to be talking about Ragnarok. Everybody's going to be talking about the you know how well the game did, how good the game is. What about replay value, DLC, etc. Give them their space. It sounds like they know the game can't stand up to competition. JK, JK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, let's be nice. Poor Kratos. Battle for Middle Earth. Is that what we think we're going to get from from uh, Peter Jackson? One thing I think we're missing is expected decrease in consumer purchasing from the economic situation. Right. So if there's a decrease in purchases, like why would you want to compete with some anything? Like try to try to launch completely on your own if possible. A three-month milestone from Andrew Mandrew, and it's a tier two. Keep on keeping on, man. Super hype for God of War release. Can't wait for the show that day. Thank you. It's good to give games their space. Titanfall 2 would have been way bigger if EA didn't release it between Call of Duty uh, and Battlefield. Oh, I agree with you. Does anyone believe Callisto Protocol is still dropping this year? No. No chance. What's the thing kids say now? No shot? Yeah. No shot. No. That'll be the next one that gets delayed. I was like, my gut says Forspoken's getting delayed. And I said, my gut tells me Hogwarts is getting delayed. And I think Callisto's getting delayed. They have to release before Dead Space. I'll give you that, Eugene. What's the proposed release date for Callisto? Is it December? Callisto Protocol release. December 2nd. Yeah. I mean, it, you know what? They might Callisto might be saying, oh, buddy, Hogwarts getting delayed. That's huge for us. You know, the runway just opened. We'll be one of the only big titles dropping in December. You know what I mean? 
I just, I don't know. You think this will be the last God of War? No. I think it'll be the last God of War in Norse mythology. Hogwarts Legacy that does match what I'm hearing. Unfortunately, getting WB alphas and betas is hard because they have been super secretive about their game. I'm clearly getting old. Kid lingo is beginning to confuse me. The boys I coach use the term cap a lot. I don't know what it means. It means they're they're joking or they're being sarcastic, right? Oh, that's cap, right? Somebody got some guys like, bro, I can kick the ball all the way to the other side of the field, and then they'll be like, bro, that's cap. I believe that's how it's used. That's how my nephews were using it, I think. Wheezy says no. Oh, I've got it wrong. Cap is you're lying. Oh, so it's not sarcastic. It's literally you're lying. So I used it properly. I can kick the ball all the way across the field. Bro, that's cap. You're That's not true. No, cap is I'm not lying. What? Oh, when you say no cap. Bro, I swear, no cap. I can kick the ball all the way across the field. They're like, bro, that's cap. There's no way. Yeah, okay. So I use it appropriately, but it's not sarcasm. It's literally, bro, you're lying. You're embellishing. You're exaggerating. Got it. That's how my nephews were using it. I thought they were like using it more in like a joking way. Like, bro, come on. Some kid being like sarcastic or, or embellishing and then being like, bro, you're cap. That's cap. Someone please clip this. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest. A lot of it, they use cap like you use doubt. Yeah, I say doubt. I'm like, doubt. Big doubt. Mega doubt. Hearing old man Lona say cap is funny. Well, I actually don't like using newest slang and newest lingo I always feel like it's like a language infection like when you watch these streamers like there was some clip in my YouTube shorts and it was Hassan from over there on purple and he rattled off like four meme terms he said that's cap he said no shot and he said like two others and I'm always like Bro, do you have the ability to speak without just regurgitating whatever is the most relevant, you know, slang right now? It just feels like a language infection. It happens every generation. I don't know. I'm really turned off by content creators especially who do nothing but regurgitate and they're like a chameleon. They just take on the, the, the language infection of the day. I've, I've always tried not to do that. I don't like saying cringe, even though it's like a really, really good word. Growing up, I said yikes a lot, and then yikes became like a thing. And I was like, oh, golly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely don't have a problem using my own terminology. Like, I say, oh, golly. And I say, like, <laughs> and I say Jiminy Christmas. Like, I don't have a, I don't have a problem just using my own terms I don't need these other terms that people use you know what I mean sound like a boomer in here I still think yikes is pretty tame compared to the rest of them I just didn't like when it was be- it became this whole thing yeah I say dad gum <laughs> I was trying to watch this streamer man it was like watching a boomer he said dad gum he said good golly he said frick he said Jiminy Christmas it's an ongoing evolution I don't see it as an infection I'm not saying you can't use 
some of the terms. I'm saying there are dudes that like think of it this way. It's almost like you know when somebody has too many sponsors, it's almost like a NASCAR jacket, right? They just have a sponsor for everything. It's almost like if that rotated every week in their language. It's like every week they're saying something new. I don't know. There's a big difference between like Wheezy saying cap, but if Wheezy was in here being like, oh, that's cap, bro, no shot, and just all of the other hip terms, it would start to be like, it doesn't feel like a genuine conversation. In context and speaker specific, I'll agree with that. Uh, it's like not dressing your age. Yeah, it has that hello fellow kids thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do say no shot. Well, you know what I'm saying though, Wheezy. Some of it, Wheezy, is the frequency with which you do it. Does that make sense? Like, I don't care if you're saying no shot or you're saying cap. That doesn't bother me. I don't care about that. It's when that's they're constantly saying it all the time. That's why it sounds like an infection. It's like, are you feeling okay? Did somebody infect you with meme speak? Like, what the frick is going on? So they just delay, and now a world premiere for next week. Maybe the God of War thing has more weight now. Don't miss exclusive new look at Hogwarts Legacy during Gamescom opening night next Tuesday, August 23rd. Uh, 11... AM Pacific, so that's noon one two. Two oh it's it's right there, two PM Eastern. So next week, two PM Eastern on Tuesday, we're gonna be we're gonna be co streaming that for sure. For sure, for sure. I don't know. I don't know if that adds any weight. Why would that add weight to God of War Ragnarok? being why Hogwarts Legacy delayed. That's been the big debate today. Which titles delayed because of God of War Ragnarok? I'm not a fan of talking like a text message. It should be an organic and natural usage. Right. There were just streamers. There was a couple in there was at least one in particular too in the community that I'm I I'm glad to be apart from now. And it just always felt like I don't know. It felt like you're not j- being genuine. You're just mimicking what the kids are saying because you that's the only way for you to seem relevant to them. You know what I mean? It very much felt like an old man dressing like a teenager. It just felt cheesy. It felt stupid. You know? I'm not talking about people who decide they like a term. I like the term no shot. It sounds good. It's like no shot, bro. Like it, that's that's a good term. You know what I mean? There, there's a big difference between that and like old man old man putting on the Jenko jeans. It's like, what the frick are you doing, bro? You look you look and sound ridiculous. You want to coach pre-treens? It sounds so forced, like the words don't work or something. When We all said dumb stuff when we were young. Nobody here is above that. <laughs> Tonight's my first night uh, coaching a nine-year-old, a nine nine- and ten-year-old girls soccer team. Me and, me and this Irish guy. He knows a lot more than me. I'm very excited. My daughter's on the team. No, I'm sorry. I think it's eight and nine-year-olds. Yeah, eight and nine-year-olds. We're very, very excited. I'm gonna, I'll assist with my son's team if they ever need help. Yo, this is so Gucci. No cap. Lono's the GOAT streamer. He gets salty and gets lit. When Lono gets his hair did, he be looking snatched. 
No, 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 no. It wasn't glad. No, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I disliked his vocabulary for a litany of other reasons. <laughs> You're a coach. Yeah, I'll be assistant coaching my daughter's soccer team. I'm really excited. What in the cinnamon toast frick or Jenko jeans? You spelled it Jenko. I love that. I pulled a list of 90s slang and we can see how much we forgot we said. <coughs> yeah, psych. You remember saying psych? <laughs> you remember saying not? <laughs> hey, somebody ordered some coffee like a half an hour ago. Nook, my man, I hope you're still here. Thank you so much for ordering. Uh, what was it? A bag of light roast. Do you remember saying not? You'd be like, oh, bro, that's so cool. Not. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good, though. That's probably one of our better ones. Bro, that shirt is so awesome. Not. (laughs) That's not bad. I think that's better than psych, right? I think it's better than psych. Yeah, I spelled psych S-I-K-E. That's how I always spelled it. Not is so lame. Come on. I think not is better than psych. Psych. Psych sounds like like surfer lingo. Yo, man, I was a killer bro. That's psych. No, duh. Like, not. I don't know. I think I prefer not over the three. You know, no. Well, no, duh wasn't used in that way. I prefer not over psych. <laughs> Typical white guy. Of course he likes not. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you still remember? I still use that. Oh, man. Yeah, way and no way. Yeah. Uh, wild and fiending, chiefing. New York City lingo is very varied. Yeah, we had guys that said they said wildin. They didn't say wilding. They said wildin. Wildin out. <laughs> Isn't that a bit in a Brooklyn Nine Nine? Feel like San- Santiago tried to bring it back. Oh, I don't remember. He tried to bring something back. I don't remember what it was. There's a D. Wilding? I remember people saying wildin' out, but no one pronounces it wilding. Well, I know I know its origin is wilding, but they it's always pronounced wildin'. Like he's wildin' out. At least that's how people use it around me. I never said it, but I heard people saying that. I still use clapped. Got to be careful with those clapped out Ultimas on the road. I don't know if you guys in the U.S. did, but when I was in my teens, we would say something is sick if it was cool. I say sick now. I'm like, yo, that is sick. You know, we said that's cold. Yeah, that's cold because it was cool and then it was cold and then it was that's hot. But then we stopped saying that's hot because Paris Hilton's Paris Hilton got famous for saying that's hot. So me and my friends stopped saying that's hot because we didn't want to sound like freaking Paris Hilton. So let me get this straight. We're using slang that I would not call English. I'm using freaking words like no shot and lit. And oh yeah, I'm saying no cap. Yeah, okay, that's something I do now. That's right. Sick, cold, and dope. Yeah, I still use dope. Like I'm black and y'all guys is tripping is a big one y'all is tripping yeah 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 
That woman is a genius. <laughs> oh, Paris Hilton. We didn't have while and we just had wide open. We uh stop biting my style. I remember that. I remember that. I remember bugging. Yeah, you're bugging. You 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 bugging, you tripping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There was a really, really funny bit with Jerry Seinfeld and Steve Harvey about phrases uh, that that Seinfeld thought was oh yeah yeah y'all yeah 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 I know I, I I caught it yeah 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 it's the it's the softer version of that word right not hard R y'all blank tripping yeah yeah yeah. There's a good bit with Seinfeld and Harvey and Sein- and Jerry's talking about what's he say? All- I think he says all y'all or something like that. He gets stuck on that. He's like, oh, it's funny. It's really, really funny because Steve's dying and the crowd's dying because it's, you know, it's Jerry Seinfeld. It's, it's, you know, one of the whitest comedians in existence observing, you know, lingo and phrases in the black community. It's very funny. Fenan was wild back in the day. I don't remember anybody in my group or my school saying Fenan. I graduated in 2000, so that might have came later. Or it just wasn't in our our, uh, our region. Some things are regional, you know what I mean? Slang that we use that by today's standard would make us look bad, even if the word wasn't used as disrespect. Used? I still use it, wheeze. You ain't gonna break my stride. You ain't gonna slow me down. I gotta keep on moving. What are you quoting? Finnin? Have you guys seen t- that tight makes me think the the probably one of the best edit jobs I've ever seen. It's Tuco from Breaking Bad and Thanos. He's like, tight, 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 tight. Like, it has got to be one of the best. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Like, look at that he's like holds his fist up whoever did that is at a is at a level of editing that's just absolutely phenomenal dude it's the Tuco Thanos edit I, I don't know if anybody will ever beat that it is absolutely phenomenal Lono don't know break my stride no I don't I know that one it was perfect it was so good I could not believe yeah, he crushes the Infinity Stones and snorts it. And he's like, I don't believe it. <laughs> it's perfect. I it, I could not believe how perfect it was. Like, if Lono is arguing with someone in chat, you can say chat is getting Lono tight. Oh, I've never heard it used in that way. Like, getting me what, wound up tight? I've never heard it used in that way. Tight was always used like, man, that's tight. That's tight. You know, looks good. You know. Um, my friend from Chicago would say rich. He'd be like, oh, rich. It's like, that's rich. And then the other thing he would say, he would say, let's ditch over. Let's ditch over to the calf, to the cafeteria. Let's ditch over to the cafeteria. Or he would be like, yo, ditch it. Like, get rid of it. It, he, he was from Chicago, and he used he used terms in ways I had never heard before. That's rich, legit. He would say that's legit. That's legit. That's rich. And then let's ditch over. But then he would also say ditch that, like get rid of that. 
Talk to the hand. Oh, yes. Talk to the hand and this. Y'all people. I mean, listen, I'll own that, Wheezy. Y'all didn't do that, right? Y'all people didn't do didn't do this. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> and talk to the hand because the face don't care. Like, unfortunately, we have to wear that. We, we have to wear that. As the representative of white people everywhere, I, 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 we have to admit and own the fact that we said talk to the hand and we did loser with an L on our forehead. Um, sadly, sadly, that is a part of our history. It's one of the most embarrassing things in our... I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's probably the most embarrassing thing in our history. Really? That's the most embarrassing thing? <laughs> I didn't forget, Lono. I did not forget. I remember. <laughs> and I hold it against you. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> you Jesus, I never did that. What are you on about? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I know, Eugene. <laughs> I got to run upstairs quick and take a break. I'm not going to hit any ads. Don't go anywhere. We got to talk about Diablo 4. The monetization got leaked and it's looking worrisome. All right. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Smash the like button. Maybe we could get 500 likes on this video. Let's give some members. Do some members. Order some coffee. All right. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We don't run ads. I don't believe I should be monetizing the channel. I'm letting you guys do it. Okay. I'll be right back.
Oh, I'm back, chat. I'm back. Too legit to quit. Mm-hmm. Diablo Four. I just want a trailer. Do 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 There's that guy that does those TikToks, and he did one where he. He, uh, he does the GoldenEye music and like how all the instruments come in one at a time. It's so good. Oh, I hate this. I want the official Diablo 4 trailer. Is it on like... Is there a, is there a Diablo channel? Because like you use like GameSpot or somebody who's freaking re-uploaded it and then the video ends and it puts all their dadgum graphics... Let's just do this. The announcement trailer. So it's like the stupid... Actually, I want the, I want the trailer... Mm. Yeah, we'll just use that. It just runs up in the corner. It doesn't matter. Uh, loop. may not be appropriate for children. Uh, okay. We'll use that video. I remember a time when people said shout for the starts. That's right. Look at what I said in Discord. Uh, great, now I hate it. Oh. I'd be like, you actually talk like a character from the Brady Bunch. Damn, that's crazy, dog. <laughs> hey, the Brady Bunch is a timeless classic. I thought it was weird that, like, didn't they didn't they create and didn't they do a movie where like the oldest siblings, like almost like they basically kissed? Didn't they do that? That was kind of weird. Wasn't that weird? I mean, I think everybody was thinking it. But didn't they actually put it in the movie that they, like, they had, like, a romantic entanglement? I feel like that was a thing. In the movie. Maybe I dreamed it up. We probably need a Diablo 4 uh, playlist. Yeah, they wanted to bang. Yeah, there was, like, a blanket in between them in the room. Like, yeah, that's going to work. Two hyper-attractive people, no blood relation. Just hang a blanket in the room. That's all they need. All right, Diablo 4. Uh, let's do this. And let me get the link. You dreamed it up? What have you been dreaming about, my man? Hey, I mean, Marsha Brady, you can act like you can act like that wouldn't that wouldn't be a problem for you. (laughs) Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah. 
Didn't she get busted in the face with a football in an episode? Asmin reacted to the monetization of Diablo 4 already. Might be a reaction, reaction inception time. No, I'm not going to do that. Nah, uh-uh. Um, we like doing reaction content, but like I, it got to a point where it was like, we were kind of running out of people that would make for good, uh, that would make for good content. You know what I mean? It was like, it was just getting to the point where I was like almost agreeing with people. Undo retweet. Hang on. Quote tweet. All right, we got our tweets out. Let's hit up the Discord. We need the reaction to matter. Yeah, like, I need it to be somebody, like, intelligently speaking and arguing, and then I want to disagree with them, like... I'm tired of watching videos and being like, yeah, this person's right the whole time. That's boring. It's freaking boring. Like, it's good content. Like, we, we get good results from it. And we meet new people, but I just, I don't like it. I mean, I like it, but I don't like doing it as much as we were doing it. You know what I'm saying? All right, so the link is in chat. We're shifting gears now to Diablo 4 leaked monetization. All right, that's what we're shifting to, and uh, it's worrisome. Diablo 4 leaked monetization has many people concerned that Diablo 4 will just be another Diablo Immortal. If you've not seen the Diablo 4 leaked monetization plans, I'll be breaking them down for you right at the beginning of this video. It is a longer video because it's a live stream and a discussion, but I put all the goods right here at the start. We already did a stream today about God of War Ragnarok and its release date potentially affecting other games and getting delayed. So if you want to check out that VOD and discussion, it's there along with tons of other variety gaming news coverage. I'm going to end that stream now and bring those people over to this stream that way they can enjoy this content and again we do put all the info right